We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Do you go back to when we walked off the field after the Buffalo game and we were 10-1, and which... I've talked about that time machine. I would take a time machine to do that. That would be a beautiful thing, but we can't. Um, I think there would be a lot different narrative being told, and we can't lose sight of the big picture. Um, we have a lot of good people on this football team. We got a lot of good players. We got a lot of good coaches. We got a lot of good people in this building. You know, I look around this building, I couldn't be more proud of the people. It's not going to take a snap of the fingers. We got to work hard. We, we got to do whatever we can to have the right people, um, bringing the right people to to do that, but we have a lot of those pieces in place. Um, this cupboard isn't even close to bare. Howie Roseman said it. Not the even. cupboard isn't close to bare, Hugh. 100%, man. Good morning, uh, Hugh. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, we, Philadelphia. How are we doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. But listen, if you drink a lot of coffee, you need to keep a, keep a toothbrush on you at all times. Co- well, your coffee breath could be a lot. Man, it's a lot. Like I'm talking about the people that drink a lot of coffee mm-hmm. at work, like back-to-back cups. You probably need to keep a toothbrush. Toothbrushes, yeah. yeah. You have a toothbrush. Oh, you drink. You, you drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, you gotta keep yeah. a toothbrush. Yeah, you gotta well, or or mint maybe a piece Pop of gum. Pop a piece of gum. No, in. no, no. The toothbrush. That's toothbrush. hard at work. What are you gonna do? Well, you do? gotta like you got because if you drink a lot because you don't want to stain your teeth with the coffee. Oh, man, I got you. you know with what that. I mean? Yeah, that that does happen. All right, two one five five nine two nine four nine four. A lot to get to today. We will talk some fills as spring training rolls on tomorrow. Of course, Howard will be on with Rob Thompson on his show. Eric Kratz joins us later. The Wheeler situation, but we start there. Hello, Howie Roseman, Hugh, because what was that, about a month, month and a half ago, Howie said the cupboard is not bare. Not even. And I agree with him. The cupboard is not bare. But, you know, there's a difference between a bare cupboard, right? Like that day before you have to go grocery shopping, like when it's really bare. Kind of like my cupboard is. Yeah, your cupboard. That's bare. Okay? You, but, but you have, like, this is a perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. You have you don't, you don't have food, but nothing that serves you right now yes you, you may know have, what i mean you gotta you gotta build it up yeah you gotta like i, I might have some rice mm. but i don't have anything to put with that yeah rice. what are you gonna you do know what i mean i'm you know i'm in survivor mode so know? i agree yeah. with howie yeah. that the cupboard is not bare but the cupboard is also not full it's not full enough to be a super bowl team and as we enter the you know the real crux of the offseason this whole week on wip discussed the son reddick situation the backdrop of all of this and the eagles decision is really whether or not their super bowl window is still open and 
I may change my mind on this. I reserve the right to change my mind on this in a month or a month and a half. Yeah, if they, and that's fair. But today, I don't think it is open anymore. I look at the Eagles roster, and I don't see a Super Bowl team right now. I don't think this window is open. I think it has you know, quickly, and this happens in the NFL, quickly opens, and then it quickly closes. And I think they have to work to create a new window. Here's what I see. Mm-hmm. I see a really poor defense right now. And poor. It, poor, I agree. Poor defense. Totally agree. I see their most consistent offensive player shirtless at a Buffalo Bills game and on the hat. Well, not that bothers me. I think he's halfway out. I think there's a real chance Jason Kelsey's not going to play anymore. And that's a major, major loss, obviously, until they replace him. I see Hassan Reddick, their best (laughs) defensive player. I see their best defensive player and his agent is shopping for trades. I have two new coordinators here. That's going to take some time to get their plan in place. I see a head coach who I don't really believe in. And I have a quarterback, the biggest part of this. And right now, I can't say with conviction, I believe he's a top 10 guy. I don't think he's 20, but I don't know if he's top 10. I, I believe he's top 10. I look at the, I, this morning, you know, I just jotted down a list of 10 names that I can make a case will be better than him next year. So I got to see him jump back to that ten, top ten, 10. Wait a minute, 10? I got 10. 10. ten all right, here, I'll just do it quick. Ten, 10 names that give I me, can. Give me five. Five? Give me the low five. The, low, the ones oh, that like six five through, through ten. ten. Yeah, okay. well, six through. All you right. know what I mean. Well, I didn't order them, but let me. I'll just throw it. You, you pick out one you hate, and you could yell at me about it. Ready? I just Next year, I could see all ten of these guys be, being better than him, okay? Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Dak, Lamar, Love, Stafford, Herbert, Stroud, I don't know about Purdy. Herbert. Stroud. With, I, Herbert with, John, with Jim Harbaugh? He's going to bounce back. I don't know. I'm just saying what my point is. I know what you're saying. That I can't I, I with conviction say yeah. he's top ten. I, I, I uh, wanted to unknown. put him in there. Yeah. It's unknown. And, and when you when you got to six, I really didn't have a whole lot to say. That's, a, that's not a bad list. There's a lot that's of good quarterbacks. And, and, look, if you told me right now, and maybe you believe it, that he's going to bounce back to top five, top ten next year, no doubt, then the window's still open. The way I see it right now is this window is closing. I don't believe it's open right now. Hugh, what do you feel on the Super Bowl window? I believe it's open. I believe we, we can fix our quarterback. The one thing that, that you have to have in order for a quarterback to be successful, the quarterback and the coach needs to be on the same page. We need to figure out what that page is. I know that this last these last six games that we had on this slide, that put a bad taste in everybody's Ooh. mouth. And that makes everybody a little bit on edge, a little bit uneasy, because we don't know what happened. And we still don't know what happened, Joe, but I still believe in Jalen Hurts. I know that there's a lot of stories coming out now about how he got brand new when he got his $255 million. I mean, to be honest, that tends to happen when you get paid. I mean, it does. You just have to figure out how to adjust and adapt and still be what you need for your football team. I think that he can do that. I, I really believe that that could be the case. He just has to get it done. We need to figure out a happy medium in all of this, and I, I think it can be done. I really, really do. 215-592-9494. It can be done. And I understand Hertz is the biggest part of it. And let me make it clear. I'm not, I don't think Hertz is bad. I don't think he's a bottom quarterback. I think he'll be better next year. I'm just saying I'm trying to find reasons. I think we all want to do this, right? We want to find reasons why the Super Bowl window is still open. Yeah. So I go to the head coach. Now nah, that's not a reason. I don't believe in him. Okay. I go did to you the, see that picture with them at uh the state spot. Yeah, I did. I I, I did. Nah, that make that man. give you confidence? Well, you know, Coach Goober, his face, man. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Because I, I still see until I'm going to – it's going to be like this for me until I see him in Eagles gear. But he just looks like a cowboy to me, like a goofy cowboy. 
Like, seriously, with the smile and the goofiness. That's your offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, and I hope that he fixes our team. But right now, he's a goofy cowboy. So guy. he is. And I do think Moore's a good coach. And I think Fangio's a good coach. But it's their first year. It's going to take a little time for them to get their, you know, what they want to do and how they want to do things in a place. Teams with two new coordinators, that's not easy to do that in the first year. So the head coach, question mark. Coordinators, they need time. The quarterback, again, I can't, I can't say with conviction today he's going to be a top 10 guy next year. Not saying he's 30. But, I, I mean, tell me right now, he's 11 next year. I, I, that makes sense to me after what we saw this season. And I look at the team. Kelsey's probably going to retire. Reddick could be traded within weeks. This doesn't feel to me like a Super Bowl window is open. 215-592-9494. Do you believe the Eagles' Super Bowl window is still open? Which feels almost like a crazy thing to talk about and ask. But, Hugh, they, in the NFL, windows open and close. Very, very quickly. Yeah, and almost like before you even realize it. The Eagles' Super Bowl window opened, I think, quicker than people realize. Like, holy moly, they're the best team in the league, you know, two years ago in 2022. And now it feels like it's closing rapidly. Hugh, when you guys had your run, and it's one of the great things about Andy and your team back then, you were able to keep it open for a while. Now, unfortunately, it didn't lead to a parade, but you were able to keep that thing open for, I would say, you had a chance. About, Chipping a chip. about four or five years, you had a yeah. real shot. Yeah, because we had the thing we had going for us, most of the guys we had were under contract, uh, and we knew the direction we were going. When it started to get a little frustrating, I'm not going to lie, is when we kept losing in the same way and there was nothing being done mm. about the upgrades at certain positions. We all know what those are. We don't need to talk about that, but we all know what I'm talking about. So it was one of those things where it starts to wear on you a little bit. But you still believe that you're in that window. And, and when I look at this team and I look at the offensive weapons that they have, yeah, this was a tough season, no question about it. But I feel like offensively, if you get on the right page and you stay on the same page, you have enough to get back to the big dance. You do. And the, off, the defense, excuse me, is going to be deficient for the most part of the season, I would think. But I feel if you get the right pieces in here and if you implement the right, the right program and scheme for these guys, that as the season progresses, they will get better. I wholeheartedly believe that because I've seen it. I've seen it in the last two seasons in the NFL. And, and the model should be what the Kansas City Chiefs did. Like they had a tumultuous season both times they went to the Super Bowl. Tumultuous. They didn't have the regular, the kind of season that you think a team that would win the Super Bowl would have. Especially this year. Yes, but they were able to get it done. That's what it's about, man. I, I want to get back to the basics. I want to get back to, to teaching young players what it is to be a professional athlete. Because a lot of times we get caught up as fans, man. We see the name of somebody from another team. Like, Brad, what was it, Bradbury? Not Bradbury, Bayard. Kevin Byer. Oh, yeah. how, look how excited we were. Oh, we got Kevin Byer. He got some good football. Oh, and we got him before the week we played the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, he, oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Kyle. You see what I'm saying? That's what we do. And then we're disappointed when we don't get what we thought we were going to get. Yeah, to use a, a car purchasing term, we bought a lemon there. We, yeah. we thought we were driving something nice off the instead lot. Of, and the instead of fell watching. Out. You know what the best part about watching college football for me is to watch these young freshmen come in and grow into the player that they become that, that eventually gets drafted. Like J young Jeremiah Trotter Jr., you watch him go to college. Watch him when he played at St. Joe's and we would see the videos that Trotter put up on him, about him and everything mm -hmm. and watched him groom from a young player in high school to a, a, a young player in college to become a potentially a first-round draft pick. 
that's the beautiful thing about watching sports and watching watching people play. We need to get back to that because it's the same thing in the pros. We we are so accustomed and used to, especially here with with our great GM, not taking anything away from Howie, of him going out and making moves, making making these big time moves to get these big time players. How about we get some homegrown players and groom them? So I Hugh, I think that's their well, they're gonna have to do that as time goes on, right? As Jalen gets more expensive, they're gonna have to do that. Here's how I'm looking right now at 2024. And and the Eagles over the next month can either make me feel this even stronger or they could change my mind. I think 2024 is going to be a reset year where they're going to play all these young guys. They're going to draft young guys. They're going to go with the Hugh Douglas plan. And then 2025, as those guys grow and beyond, that's going to be the next reopening of the window. I think the window that opened, whether you believe it was the second half of 2021 or 2022, I think it's closed now. They got too many question marks here. A defense they got to rebuild. Jason Kelsey likely to retire. Reddick may be out of here. And the quarterback right now, I'm not sold, is a top 10 guy next season. 215-592-9494. Kyle, when you think about this Eagles Super Bowl window, which opened kind of out of nowhere, very fast, is it still open? Of course it is. It, this, I, all of this by you right now, Joe, and, and this past like month or so since the season ended, has just been one grand overreact. Like, look, it sucked how the season ended. I was pissed off. But the, the the fact that we're extrapolating this into the, like, the Eagles are screwed for for the rest of eternity is a, it's a severe overreaction. It just is. And this plan of of punting on next season, it's an extremely flawed plan. You don't punt a season in the NFL like you can't predict two years down the line how he's not going to punt a season, especially when he has a quarterback that's under contract that, and it's structured the way that it is and how young he is. And I, I don't want to get caught up in a debate of whether he's top 10, top five, this or that. I think what I know is that the Eagles can win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts as the starting quarterback. I just believe that. I saw him go shot for shot with Patrick Mahomes just two years ago in a Super Bowl, and if it wasn't for a holding call, then the Eagles probably come away, and Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl champion, going up against Patrick Mahomes. So I think you can win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. I know the defense looked bad at the end of the season. I think we're underestimating, though, the impact that just getting Vic Fangio here is a guy that like is experienced. A uh, guy that these guys are going to trust and, and look at as like you know an authoritative figure, not like they looked at Sean Desai. I think that's going to have a huge impact. I also think we're underestimating the impact of Jalen Carter and the step forward that he's going to take in year two. I really think this defense is just a few tweaks away, given the addition of Vic Fangio, uh, from being a, a middle-of-the-pack defense or a defense you can win with and how he's going to make moves this offseason. So I think we're going to treat this season like it's an opportunity to go win the Super Bowl, and I really think they should. I think that's the right way to do it. 215-592-9494. It is how you hop in. we got a lot to hit today. We start here. Is the Eagles' Super Bowl window still open? It really, it, it's, the, it's everything for this offseason. We just watched the Niners and Chiefs play last Sunday night to win the whole thing. Are, is, this, is there a window open to be in that game again, to be there next year? 215-592-9494. Or is it closing? And is it now a time for an Eagles reset this offseason? Chris is in Middletown. What's up? Was that a uh, Chris, was that a window closing? Yep, you got it. Yeah, that's what it felt like. I mean, that that the end of the season felt like that. It felt like uh, it just you, you heard it close. Chris in Middletown. What's up, Chris? Why you got to do me like that, Joe? What did I do? What did I do. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I put you on first, Chris. I'm trying. I'm giving you the I, floor. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Joe. Hey, in, in, in grain of, uh, you know, Detroit and everything, you got to appreciate our boy Topper. Uh, Kyle, I hope you got that drop cut because that – man, that's gold, dude. Him Swallow about it. Chomp. You don't eat it. Yeah. Dude, Joe, you got to love that. That's in line with your boy in Detroit that's, you know, biting ankles. 
I, Chris, I don't, I just, I don't just love the Topper stuff. I, I adore it. I love that he is. Oh, I like, it was a little weird. It was a, well, the line was a little weird. But you know what I like, Chris, that they're not running from the expectations. I, I, I want this entire Philly season for them to be talking about winning the World Series. That's the whole point. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. I love the attitude. I love the go gusto. Um, you know, and then as far as our Eagles go, again, guys, I mean, the Super Bowl is open as long as we got Jalen, and as long as Jalen doesn't turn into Wentz. So if Jalen is the Jalen of two years ago, we're good. We're going to make runs. We're going to make multiple runs. Now, that said, there's a free agent out there that I would love to see Howie go grab. Uh, I am a little biased to this player because he comes from the finest educational institution in the Syria United States called the Pennsylvania State University. But go get me some Saquon Barkley. You got a power back. You got a gash back. You got a guy that can catch the ball. You got a guy that pass blocks. You got a guy that does it all. And for the first time in his career, you're legitimately going to put him behind a good offensive line. So that's what I'd love to see the birds do this off season. Now, we have holes on the defense, but Hugh, of course, speaks a lot of wisdom, so today we're going to follow wisdom. We got all those young kids. Let them play. Let them develop. Let them get better, um, and then you just need to bring in one young Jeremiah Trotter. Well, that one, that you, you now that's piquing my interest. Get Trot in here. I, I'm all in on Trot. Chris, the, the Barkley thing is interesting. So, Chris, you think the window's still open. You still feel good about this thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. The window's still open. Joe, I mean, we were 10 and 1, okay? Um, yeah, I know it was an epic collapse and it looks like trash. Um, I hope they figured it out. Uh, I think we have the leadership in place now. And I don't think we had rookie coaches, young coaches. They couldn't handle the situation, they didn't know how to fix it. Vic Fangio, there, there's not going to be a situation he's not equipped to handle. Um, you know, uh, you know, Butterface or whatever our boy is that we're getting there from Dallas, um, more. Um, he, he's going to be, he's going to be, Kellen's going to be able to handle it too. He's a confident guy. And that was the problem. I think we had, we had young coaches in place that weren't equipped to handle it. And let's face it, we got a head coach that he doesn't belong there. Um, I want him gone. I know they left him in place. I don't care about him. I think, I think he's a doofus. So, um, but I, I do believe in those other two coaches that they brought yeah, in. Yeah, I, I do too, Chris. I, I do too. It's just, and we appreciate the phone call. Boy, it, it's something though that we're almost just diminishing the head coach. Like, yeah, you know, he he's just here. What he's the head coach. Yeah, but but we didn't do that. No, we the didn't. Eagles, do it. Eagles did. That. I know. It's just, Eagles did that, and, it, and he's okay with it. That that's the unfortunate thing. Like, I like Coach Sirianni, but when you when you make some of the moves that were made, then you leave us to believe what we're, we're talking about, like, you know, you didn't have a say in any of this. You're just a figurehead right now until we find somebody else that could do the job better than you. But does that feel like a Super Bowl-winning formula what the Eagles are setting up here? It feels like a – it fe- feels me, like a to, we'll see what happens year. To me, it feels like you're still you're still a viable, a viable squad. I think that the Eagles are still viable in all of this. It just feels like whatever success that we have uh, is not going to be attributed to the head coach. That's what it feels like, Joe. Like, everything that we want is still ahead of us. You know, and, and, and there's probably going to be some, some, you know, strings being pulled by, the, by people upstairs. But if those strings are being pulled and put us in a position to be successful, I'm okay with that. I'm not worried about that because it's not my job on the line at that point. It's Coach Sirianni's job. Yeah, when I think of Super Bowl Eagles teams that I've seen, teams that have made or won the Super Bowl, obviously it's been three. I, I, didn't, I didn't see the 1980 team. 
It's all in. Like, add T.O. in 04. Go after all those free agents. Wentz in his second year. Continuity with the coaching staff in 17. Same thing, Sirianni and Hurts year two together. Continuity in 2022. Adding A.J. Brown. Going for it. This offseason has started with Jason Kelsey's probably retiring. Hassan Reddick may be out the door. The defense stunk anyway, and we needed nine days and a trip to go pick up a yacht to figure out if the coach was coming back. Yeah, like that doesn't – this doesn't feel to me like a Super Bowl window is open. It feels to me like they're saying, ah, hope, hopefully we'll be good next year. I think you're looking at it the wrong way. Well, that how am funny. I supposed to look at it? No, I mean, in every – all the optics to all of this, I, I get what you're saying. But, you know, like I told you before, Joe, you got – when you order those boats, man, you got to go pick them up when they're ready. Yeah, but you optics – can't wait around optics for that. matter, man. That's that <laughs> – I had to wait, wait nine days for the Sirianni decision. And on top of that, the the decisions that were made to put us in the Super Bowl, I think they came from upstairs anyway. Sure. No, and I, no, look, I, I trust Jeff and Howie. I just think this feels – and we're heading towards more of a – Reset kind of year, then an all in year. 215 592 9494. Is the Eagles Super Bowl window still open? It really has become now, it's the biggest question as we head into the offseason. Every year, there's like, what, seven or eight teams that probably are truly in their Super Bowl window, and most years, one of those teams wins it. I don't, I don't look at this team right now with questions at the coach, questions at the quarterback, the defense stinks, Reddick, Kelsey. It's a lot, but Hugh still believes this yeah. thing is an open Super Bowl window. I think I think all of our – like, when I look at this team, talent is not an issue. And when you look at most teams, that is the case. I don't think that's the issue. I think continuity is. Like, we have a lot of in-house stuff that's going on that we don't know about. We have a lot of infighting. You know, it, just to, to, to as an example, I don't, I don't know if they're fighting, but you get what I'm, where I'm going. There's a lot going on inside that I, I feel strongly that can be fixed. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it could be fixed. Time off from a season of, of a rough season, mm-hmm. it could do wonders for you. So that's what I'm hoping for. That's really what I'm hoping for because we have the talent. When I look at this team offensively, offensively we don't have an issue. It's outside of whatever happened that gave us, you know, that, that got us derailed in the last six games. Now, defensively, we got a chance to grow if the offense is doing what they're supposed to do. 215-592-9494 is the phone number to hop in. Is the Eagles Super Bowl window still open? We'll discuss that, plus the guy who's most responsible for this whole thing, the guy that will dictate where this season goes. We'll discuss him next. You know what I'm talking about. Plus, we have some audio. We dug it up. We went in the Wayback Machine. We dug up some audio from when Hugh was released in Jacksonville. We'll I have, got cut. Yeah, we, we'll have that later cut, for you today. Cut. And – we have a different way. We're giving away a prize today. A Tri-Day Friday. We'll explain it next. 215-592-9494. Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We got to look at, you know, at, at, at a couple of things where, you know, Jalen is still a young quarterback, you know, you know, that's I think this is what that was his third year, like being a full time starter. Wild. I mean, you got to look at those type of things. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. Oh, he just got paid like this, that and the third. But, you know, he's still in the learning phase also, you know, you know, as a quarterback. Uh, it's it's got to be hard. You know, I think it's three or four times, you know, the pressure that I have on me as a defensive lineman because, you know, I can make a mistake and it won't get noticed until the film turn on on Monday, but he can make a mistake in the whole world. The whole world can see it. But, I mean, you got to, you know, I respect Jalen as, as a person, as a leader. And, you know, and, and the biggest thing is, you know, you get the same guy every day. Fletcher Cox there on Jalen Hurts, same guy every day. And, yes, he's young. And, look, I don't think his career is uh, headed a bad path because he had one down year. But the reality is, He's got to be better next year. 215-592-9494. That gets you aboard. Is the Eagles Super Bowl window still open? I don't believe it is. And, look, Howie's got a month or two months to try to reopen this thing fast. But as I look at this team right now, questions at quarterback, questions at coach, two new coordinators, best defensive player is shopping himself for a trade, and the center and and the most important (laughs) lineman is uh, half-retired. So there's a lot going on here. What do you make of uh, what Fletcher said there, though, about Jalen, only his third year, kind of throwing – I think he's trying to calm everyone down about the it's worry. That's true, true. But, but nobody cares about that because you talk about a guy like Justin Fields, and he's already labeled a bust. Mm-hmm. He's had three offensive coordinators, but he's labeled a bust because it's his fault. There's so much pressure at the quarterback position. I think people tend to forget that. And everybody doesn't come out the box like Joe Burrow. It, it doesn't happen. Or Mahomes, there. yeah. Or Mahomes sat a year, too. Yeah. yeah. And it has to be a symbiotic relationship between the coach and the quarterback. And I think a lot of times we tend to forget that. You know, we tend to forget that as fans because we look at, say, like, say a Josh Allen. Josh Allen was a turnover machine his first few years in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And then he settled in and he became a better quarterback. It takes time. And, And unfortunately for that position, there's not a lot of time allotted to you. So I think another part of the Jalen thing and why there's some consternation about him and some worry is you're right, Hugh, it takes time. But with Jalen, he he went up and then and went back, went right? It's it, it, I think it'd be easier for us to wrap our minds around if it was like, good, you know, decent, good, pretty good, and then this is the year he gets great. He was better in 2022, and then this year, you know, this past paid. season, 
He got paid. He didn't play as he well. Plus, we're watching younger players. C.J. Stroud walked in the league and played better this year. Yep. Brock Purdy, and you could say it's because of his coach and his teammates, whatever. He played better this year. He was in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts wasn't. So there's other young quarterbacks that are playing better. 215-592-9494. We also have Torrey Smith chiming in here. This was a Kay Adams last week at the Super Bowl about Jalen Hurts and, you know, his role in all this. I, I'm hearing him talk, <laughs> and it drives me crazy that we're discussing Jalen Hurts. I just quarter. wanted to let him speak. No, because it's not for you. Yeah. Like, this is like a, a narrative all the way around. Jalen Hurts. Prior to this season, was in the MVP conversation for two years. 100%. And now we have fans and media folks questioning, is he the guy? So you mean to tell me you can be... I think the question is more what went wrong, and then you right away that the no, quarterback... No, it's not that. No, no, no I be getting tweets. Okay, I, they okay. be killing me on Twitter now. Okay. I, they kill me on Twitter now. I hear it. But I think Jalen is a guy that, again, similar to Brock Purley we talked about. Can you win because he's your quarterback? Yeah. And the answer is yes. And the Eagles were almost Super Bowl champions last year because Jalen was their quarterback. You got to look at the guy, though. He's a winner. So a couple things there. I, I agree with the last thing Tory said. Similar to Purdy, can you win with this guy as your quarterback? Yeah. I mean, the Eagles, I agree with Kyle said. The Eagles can win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. Yes. The, the Niners can win with Brock Purdy. They almost did it five days ago. But you got to have a lot of good stuff around them like the Niners just did. The Eagles got a lot of – they got work to do here. This roster right now mm, – not good enough. I think it is. I think offensively, because I, I and I always go. I know you you like to focus on the defense and rightfully so, but I think offensively you can. Well, I'm the defensive player on this show. Yeah, obviously we've established this. obviously, and, and and I look at it like, in order to fix Jalen, in my opinion, and I'm going back to the days when my coach coached me up. You have to figure out how Jalen processes information. You know, and, and, and how he – you got to get inside the player's head and see how he visualizes certain things that are going on. Mm -hmm. One of the things that, that stick out to me is when, when Nick Bosa said that Jalen looks at the rush as opposed to looking down the field. Drops his eyes. Yes. So now, if, if I know that to be true, if I watch film and I've seen that to be true, now I have to, number one, I would think build Jalen's confidence in the pocket. How do I do that? Give him easy throws. The one thing that Andy has done since I've known Andy to be a head coach, he always starts the game with intermediate throws for his quarterback. Even if, he, if it's not like he ran the ball a lot more with Pacheco because he's a hell of a runner. But when you see that Kansas City Chiefs team, they go sideline to sideline with like short passes, like screens, stuff they, like they that. They did it earlier in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. They, they hit them with screens. That allows your quarterback to get confident. We don't do that. Like, everything that we did this year was pushing the ball down the field for the most part. Think about it, people. We start the game out. We, we're damn the torpedoes right out the gate. We're right out the gate, damn the torpedoes. That's not a way to get your quarterback comfortable because now you're throwing, you're throwing incomplete passes. You're throwing incomplete passes. And then all of a sudden, when you need the short to intermediate game, it ain't there because he's not comfortable throwing those. You know what I mean? It, it's like anything that you do. You need a warm-up. Like, when you get on the treadmill, you don't just start running 100 miles an hour. You warm up to that. Yeah, you you, you probably up. take a walk, and then you build up to it. We don't do that. As an offense, when, when was the last time you saw us build up to anything? When was the one time you saw us, it might be a one, two, three situation. When was the one time you saw us hand the ball off three times in a row? Oh, I mean. Or, or anything yeah, like that. They, maybe everything, when they're up late in the game. Everything that we yeah. do, we'll, we'll probably hand it off, and then the first thing you know, we're going deep. 
who does that? Like, look at any any team that you follow, any offense that you follow, whose philosophy does that? Well, and then you're often in a third and long, and then yes. it's hard. Yeah, come on, hard. man. And 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 that's the biggest gripe that I've had. We've never had a first fifteen. To me, it feels like or a game plan going into anything. We don't play to teams' weaknesses at all offensively. We just go out there and try to do our thing. And that's not that's not, that's not a smart no. way to play. And that's that, not smart. No, and now we have two new coordinators trying to fix this thing, including Kellen Moore in offense. Two one five five nine two nine four nine. Let's go to the phones here, and then we'll tell you about how we're giving away a four pack of tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show coming up on February twenty eighth through March. Jeffy is in Quakerton. What's up, Jeffy? Hey guys, how you doing? Good, What's Jeffy. On, What's up, buddy? What are you thinking today? Yeah, I can't agree with you uh, more. I mean, it's it's been looking rough uh the, the last <laughs> part of last year and just the not knowing kills you um well it does I mean, we, we don't we don't know what they're going to do we don't know if Reddy's going to be here we don't know if kelsey's going to right. there's more on for a team that a lot of people including q and kyle think is you know in a Super Bowl window there's a lot of, I, I have a ton of question marks about this team right like it, it's it, it's uh, and 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 hurts has been just so different this year, um, just with his body language and just with everything, um, and and his his boy that he brought in AJ, they can't even talk anymore. Well, so, yeah, that makes it harder too because that's supposed to be like that perfect connection, right? right that easy connection, right. and it doesn't feel easy sometimes. Right, and and so I mean, you guys are hitting all all cylinders this morning. Um, I, I just wanted to call and uh, say we got to figure it out because I think we're as close as we're, I mean, gonna be, and uh, and, and and we don't we're not close <laughs> right now because everything's so far up in the air. There's a lot. They got to fix the roster. They got to fix the defense. They got to hope they got the coaches here, Jeff. And have- so, what's the puppet gonna do? I mean, why are we even keeping Sirianni? I mean, I honestly don't get that. The first part dude. of being smart is knowing what to do. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. That, Jeffy, I don't know. I mean, I didn't want him here. I'm, I'm accepting that he's back. Like, I talked myself into it, Jeffy. We appreciate it. But I don't know. I mean, I probably would feel better about this whole thing if there was a new coach. But we have a coach that half, more than half of the people listening to us right now didn't want back. And he's back. 215-592-9494. All right. Along with the, the Eagles Super Bowl window, is it still open discussion? I don't think so. Hugh does. We have a prize to give away today. We have a four-pack of t- tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show in partnership with Progressive Insurance, February 28th through March 3rd. More information to tickets, acboatshow.com. So, typically, we play one of our favorite games when we have a prize to give away. We're going to do something different today. You know why, Hugh? It's Tri-Day Friday. Tri-Day. Tri-Day. I kind of like Tri-Day. You like Tri-Day? Well, yeah. here's how we're going to do it. So, moving forward on Fridays, we're going to call it Tri-Day. And we're going to ask you guys what we should try and we'll have different categories of things we're going to throw out each week but how about this we got a long weekend this weekend we always like to joke about different foods here on the show like you know pork chops and applesauce for Hugh which I still don't believe he's tried yet no, so how about this why don't we do this today Hugh the audience I'm, we're going to ask the people out there to give us a food combination we should try this week because everyone you know people have different tastes they have different ideas sometimes you hear like really those two things together but sometimes it really works. So a co- a food combination that Hugh and I should try over this long President's Day weekend. And the best answer we get, the one that, like, piques our interest the most, you will win a four-pack of tickets 
to the Atlantic City Boat Show. 215-592-9494. Kyle, you had an idea pre-show on a, like a food combo that kind of had my mind spinning here. Yeah, so I was when we were originally conceiving this, we were talking about like exotic burger toppings. Yep. And I brought up the fact that I had once tried peanut butter on a burger. Nope. It's delicious. I've done dude. that too. Now, do, do you have bacon on there too? Uh, yes, bacon. You got to have some of the salty. Like it, peanut butter, it does sound weird. I get Hugh's hesitance, but peanut and, and beef is like a classic food combination, especially like in Thai cuisine. Asian cuisine, I guess it's got like a, they call it like umami. Mm. Uh, umami. But the peanut butter adds, yeah, dude, like I'm telling you, man. Try peanut butter on a burger. You will not regret it, man. It is so good. That's our, I think that's our first umami reference yes. in the midday show. Yep, that's right. First of many, <laughs> if, I, if I'm guessing. The floodgates are open mm. now. Umami. Never heard of it. Really? Oh. It's like the, it's like the sixth taste bud, I guess, or sixth. Like, oh, I didn't even know what you were referencing. Oh, no. like yeah. It's like mushrooms have it. Uh, like uh, Google oh, it. Certain, like it's a, cer- certain foods kind of open up this taste bud. Yes. It's, oh, like, gotcha, it's, like, okay. a, it's like the sixth one that like you, you un- like not salty, not sour, not sweet. Like it's umami. It's umami. I yeah. kind of like the word. You have to look umami. it up. It's just a fun word to say, umami. All right, 215-592-9494. Your food combo for Hugh and I to try best answer, the one that at least piques our interest the most, four-pack of tickets, AC Boat Show, Coming up February 28th through March 3rd. Is the Eagles Super Bowl window still open? So early returns here on our Twitter poll question at WIP Midday Show is about 79% yes, the Super Bowl window is still open. 21% no. Actually, I, I thought it'd be more towards the yes. Twenty. The fact that over 20% of people right now kind of view this the way I do, that the window is not open, it's telling. that This team's got a lot of work to do this offseason to try to push this thing back open Otherwise, it is a reset year. Liam is up on WIP. Hey, Liam. Hey, Joe, Hugh. Happy Friday. How are you guys? Liam, we're doing great, buddy. What's on your mind today? What's up? I mean, to say the window is closed is, is just crazy. I mean, I just want I want you to know, you know, would you consider the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, Super Bowl window to be open? I would, yes. What do the Bengals have that we don't have? A better defense. So they have a better quarterback, Liam. They, okay. uh, so I, and I don't think the gap is huge. I, I like Jalen, but I think Burrow is a better quarterback. And and I, and I do also think it was impressive that they were able to win a little bit without him. Like they've got some players on that team. Obviously, they I think they went nine and eight or eight and nine. Like they were right there till the end, and he didn't play after the beginning of November, middle of November. So you put Burrow back in there next year. I mean, they're probably going to win eleven, twelve games. Oh yeah. I, I totally get that, and I agree with you. I think Joe Burrow's better. My point that I'm trying to make, right, so you take a look at the Bengals. I would say they're in definitely a much tougher division compared to us. Agreed. And that's what that that's my point. We play in an, in an incompetent division. Two teams, the, the Commanders, Giants, incompetent. Mm-hmm. I would even say two and a half if you consider the Cowboys because they can't figure it out. If there's any time to have a window, it's now. When your division can't get it done, you play six games with those teams. I mean, right then and there, if you go, you know, four and two, that's four wins. You just have to basically hover above 500. You're, you're a 10-win football team, you so, know, close to nine to 10 wins. Yeah, I, well, you, that's a good point. And I, I just think by nature it's easier to have your window open in the NFC too, right? The Niners are obviously yeah, consistently the, good. Yeah, the AFC is a lot tougher. Yeah, there's more quarterbacks to go through in the AFC rather than the NFC. So I, I do think the division and, and the conference, Liam, as a whole, it's a good point. I mean, it, it, makes, it makes keeping the window open a little bit easier. You have an alpha wide receiver. The offense is there. I understand the defense. I just think, you know, there was lack of fundamentals, a lot of growing that needs to be done with some of those guys. 
I don't think it's going to be, you know, a top 10 defense next year. But if you can just get by and the offense starts buzzing again, I mean, right then and there, if you go, you know, 10-11 wins, you're a top seed, you know, the window's open because, you know, home field runs through the link. I don't have any doubt that we could get back there. Liam, what's a food combo we should try? I was going to say hamburger and peanut butter, but, uh, you know, that was a good one. But my answer would be macaroni and cheese and ketchup. Mm. Mac and cheese and ketchup. Hugh? You ever well, do that? I'll say this: If you have to put mac and cheese on, on ketchup on your mac and cheese, you ain't getting no good mac and cheese. I agree. That downgrades <laughs> yeah, the mac. Yeah, because right, right. I, I ain't never had no problem. Liam, we appreciate with no it. Mac and cheese, where I had to put ketchup on it. See, there are certain condiments that you put on food because it's nasty. You're trying to save it. Yeah, well, you're trying to mask the taste. Yeah, you're, you're trying, trying to. to yeah, you're trying to tolerate. Yeah, yeah. Ke- yeah, ketchup is that condiment. Yeah, yeah. If you put ketchup on mac and cheese, that means that you need to slap somebody across the lips that's making a mac and cheese and tell them to stop. I feel like people should grow out of ketchup after, like, 14, the age of 14. You think ketchup's for kids? I've yes. outgrown ketchup, yeah. That's just like, like <laughs> if you go to a steak place and you have to use steak sauce, then you probably shouldn't be at that steak place eating the steak. Like, like seriously, because I, like, I went to Capitol Grill the other day. Yeah, how was it? And, and, and sure was it, it, I didn't have to put any steak sauce on it. I agree with you guys on the steak point. And I'm generally with you, Kyle, on the ketchup. But what a French fry. I mean, you give me some nope. ketchup. No, I'd what? rather put malt vinegar on the French fry, dude. That's what they do uh, up in up in England. But that's in ketchup. It's an element of ketchup. It's a uh, yes. vinegary yeah. with the potatoes. Yeah. Right? I, but, like, again, just just te- grow up. Just grow up. Telling me to just totally ditch, ditch ketchup. Just I, grow I, up I like ketchup with my fries. I'm, 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 I'm not growing out of that. Grow no. Up. I, no is the answer. Nico is up next on WIP. What's up, Nico? Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, Nico. What's on your mind today? Uh, so, uh, the Eagles first. Uh, I honestly think that the Super Bowl window is closed. I, I agree a lot with what Liam was saying the last time. Uh, I think the offense is pretty good where it's at but that defense man it just makes us look like we don't even have a football team sometimes nico it's it, down the stretch it, it was probably a bottom five defense and now we don't even know if reddick's going to be on it he's their best defensive player you know yep. carter's has a chance to be really good too but it's man if if if, Car- if reddick is traded i don't know how this defense is even decent next year yep yep i completely agree with you i actually got a chance to go to the 49ers game this year and man was i so excited to be there and i left so quick I would, I would have too. But that was, that was rough. You were at that game here, the Niners game this year when the Niners yes, were when here. Yes, when they beat us up. Yeah, did you leave quick yeah. too? Yeah, yeah man, quick. that was rough. You saw it coming. Yes. Hugh Douglas is up and yeah, running. He was running out yeah, of that building. Yeah, it was time building. to get up out of there. There's time to go. Nico, what's your food combo we should try? All right, so this is a strange one I've been told my whole life, but I love it. Peanut butter and jelly with either nacho cheese Doritos or cheese Cheetos. So mm, all right, so peanut you, you, butter and jelly with nacho cheese Doritos. You kind of you put them on there like a crunchiness on the like, sandwich. Yeah, that sounds like a cess yep. sandwich. That's a cess yep. sandwich. I could see that working out, Nico. That's uh, a good one, and I like that good. one. So it's good. So you said the Doritos or like the cheese, or or the hard Cheetos. Like oh, the, the hard Cheetos. Cheetos. Yes. Yeah, that's a cess sandwich. Because the so. cheese puffs would be too big. It'd be awkward yeah, to kind of put exactly. that on. That's a that's definitely a cess sandwich. I like that one, Nico. Nico, we'll get you in the mix for the four pack. So peanut butter and jelly. And you throw the crunched up Doritos on there. What do you think about putting chips on a sandwich, like crunching them up in there? No, nah, that's not. No. Nah, yeah, I, I do that sometimes. You do? Yeah, you throw some chips on a sandwich, a little crunch, the saltiness. See, I can see that, like sweet and salty. Yeah. No, sweet. Yeah, sweet and salty. Yeah, that's what. I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, no, nah, no chips on my sandwich. No. Nah. 
That's I, what you do when you've been like smoking all day, though. That's a smoke. Well, I mean, you place. you've said before. Maybe our audience is you know that's where the ideas. Yeah, the that, best that's ideas where they definitely come from. That's what that exactly sounds like. That sounds like a sesh sandwich. So if you just hopped in, it's Try Day, Try Day Friday here on the Midday Show. We uh, we're looking for something new to try this week and a food combination. Give us a food combo to try. We'll get in the mix for the four pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show coming up February twenty eighth through March third. So a couple of our last callers mentioned about the idea of how, the talent that is here. And I keep looking at this roster. Am, am I viewing this thing wrong? I don't know if there's that much talent. Like, I realize they have five or six or seven really high-end players, right? Jalen mm-hmm. and A.J. and Devontae and Lane. Totally. I get all that. Defense, for now, Redick, but he might be gone within weeks. Jalen Carter. I, I Every time I look at the roster, I, it's not, am I looking at this different than everyone? How, they don't have 12 or 15 great players on this team. They have about no, they have six or seven. But I look at it like this. A, a lot of – and this is how I honestly look at it. A lot of the, 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 lot of the games that we lost last year were because we made a lot of mental errors, a lot of MEs. And I think that with Coach Fangio being here, I wholeheartedly heartedly believe that he's going to help fix some of those. You get some, some guys in here that are going to buy into what you're selling and play the defense the way that you want them to play – then I think that helps gives you at least two wins alone. And then you add, you infuse that with some talent, that's two more wins. So we're in a much better situation than we were in. The one thing that jumps out to me when this season started to go awry, Joe, is when you had guy Kevin Byard came out and said, hey, we asked Coach, can we do our own thing? Hell, he ain't even been here that long. How, how are, have you been here long enough? to go into a meeting, do you have that much cachet? You didn't even come to training camp with the Eagles, but you got enough cachet to go into the office mm. and say, hey, we let me do the game plan, and they allow you to? Like, think about that for a minute. I have never in my life heard of anything like that ever happening, ever. And for them to do that and this coaching staff to be okay with that, that's the inmates running in asylum if I ever heard of. Yeah, and it's one thing if they could, pl- really, they were really great players. Like, if it <laughs> yes. works, right? If they make like, it, like, only person I can see doing that, something like that, is a trot or a dog. And sure. those are the cats I played with. You got a cat that was only here for three weeks. And he couldn't play anymore. You know what I mean? And he went up in the office and said, Yo, dog, sit, sit this one out. I got it. <laughs> and everybody was like, Okay. Take a back seat on this yeah. one. Yeah. Like, where do they, where they, where the kids used to say, Where they do that? Where they do that at? Yeah. That's what they say. Here. Where they, yeah. The Eagles. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous to me. I've never heard of that. So that alone tells me that something was awry. And now you got a coach in here that has pedigree, that knows what he's doing. And I think that whether you like it or not, there's probably going to be some cats that aren't going to be here because they're not going to buy into what he's selling. Well, that's you're right. I'm sure you're right on that. There's going to be changes here. I, I think a lot of this roster is going to be way different. And two new coordinators and a head coach that – what is he doing? Is he popping into defensive meetings, offensive meetings? I don't know. It all plays into why I look at this team right now and I say the roster they have, the, the situation they have with the head coach and two new coordinators, a quarterback that clearly took a step back. I mean, we'll see where he ends up as time goes on, but he clearly took a step back. I believe that we are looking right now at a Super Bowl window that is closed. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. Is the Eagles Super Bowl window still open? It is the big it's the overarching question that's going to guide this offseason. If Howie believes it's closed, they're going to take a sledgehammer to this thing and try to fix it for 2025, 2026, and beyond. If the Eagles think this thing is still open, 
Well, that changes everything they do. It changes who they go after, who they trade, who they sign. Do you believe the Eagles Super Bowl window is still open? I don't. Hugh does. 215. There it is. They got slammed. What, what moment was that? Was that the the Bucks playoff game? Was that the Cardinals game here? When did no, that? Well, look, I'm not. Uh, I'm doing that for you. I know. I'm just trying to figure out when I heard that sound. I think I, I heard it in the Cardinals game here. That that one tough to get past that one. The Giants. The, I think the moment I realized that last season was done. The Niners was the Seattle game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> when, when Drew Locke went 80 yards or whatever yeah, it was, was 92 bad. yards. To me, that was like, yeah, this this season's a joke. Yeah, that's a wrap. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four and. We're giving away today a great prize, four packet tickets to go to the AC Boat Show. And uh, it's Tri-Day Friday. We're looking for a food combination. Hugh and I should try. I'm more, I just noticed so far, I'm more receptive to most combinations. You're going to have to really sell Hugh on something. Oh, he's yeah, a scaredy cat. Not, no, yeah. it's not. I'm a scaredy cat. It's just like some of the stuff sounds nasty. Macaroni and cheese and ketchup. But I trust our audience. That's some nasty-ass macaroni I, and cheese. I trust our audience. If they say it's good, I'm trying it. No, no, that just means you have some nasty-ass macaroni and cheese. Uh, well, I'm you still never. haven't tried pork chops and apple sauce. Yeah, no, I'm a scaredy cat, probably not going to happen. You're scared you're not going to like it. That's all. No, I'm saying it's not. that's not going to happen. Or scared he's going to like it. How about yeah, that well, one? I don't see that. All right, 215-592-9494. Plus, Elliot this morning put a number on the chances he believes that Hassan Reddick would hold out a camp. We'll hear that next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I think there is zero chance that Hassan Reddick holds out if by training camp he doesn't have a new contract. Really? Because, Why? Yeah, because because the benefit of handling this the way that they're handling it is Hassan Reddick is going to see his market. If he was going to hold out, it would have been last year. He had more leverage, number one. They were coming off of obviously being close to winning a Super Bowl. He was coming off a career year. They were viewed as Super Bowl contenders going into the season. Like That was the time to do it. But right now, him and his agent are allowed to go to every other team and say, what, what are you willing to pay me, right? And if they find a deal that the Eagles are not willing to pay, then the Eagles are probably going to trade him. Like, the benefit of doing this is you either get Hassan Reddick back as, as a happy player, you know, excited to be back in Philly, mm-hmm. or you trade him. So if, if all the way to training camp, like, look, in OTAs, like, maybe, I would say that's like a small chance he doesn't come, he doesn't come to voluntary if this is still not resolved. But if training camp starts and he's still on the roster, he will be at day one of training camp. Interesting perspective there. Elliot this morning with the morning show with the camera, Richie. Welcome back. 215-592-9494. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillia, as we discussed the Eagles, the Super Bowl window. Is it still open? I mean, a year ago, it was you know as wide open as it could be. We looked at the Eagles as a, a favorite, one of the favorites, to win the Super Bowl. A year later, I don't believe this window is still open. Hugh does. As far as the Reddick situation, and it definitely is a big part of this, if Reddick's on the team, they're better, in my mind. If he's not here, it it takes some time to replace that. But Hugh Elliott said this morning, zero chance that Reddick holds out. I disagree with Elliott on that. I I think there is a real chance that Hassan Reddick does not show up to training camp if this doesn't work out the way he wants. And, you know, Hugh Elliott made the point there that if they 
you know, they go out and look for a new deal and he still ends up here, it's because he, maybe he didn't find a deal and he's got to accept what he's made, he make, he made from the Eagles. There's also another angle to this. What if, and Kyle's brought this up the last couple of days, what if the Eagles, or Reddick does find a deal, but the Eagles say, eh, we don't want the fourth-round pick we're being offered back, and they just bring him back. Hugh, I, I don't think he's just going to be excited to come back and play. If he doesn't get his money, I don't think he shows to camp. No, that's not going to make him. Ex- that's not going to make him happy, man. And I don't think you should play that game when you're talking about a player of his caliber. If you want him here, just let the man go, see what he can get on the open market, and if it's something that that he's happy with, just let him go. I think that's the point. That when you allow a player of his caliber to go out and seek a trade, and if he comes back with something. That, and, and you already know the parameters or the guidelines, then you you have to honor that deal because that's just bad business at that point. You know, and I hear people talking about how, you know, in a situation like this, you, you force him to play. I don't think that's a good look. Yeah, I think the Eagles can, and maybe it, it, it makes sense to force him to play, but it doesn't mean he's going to play along and be happy about this. I, I go to last year, Nick Bosa held out until, like, the day before the season started. They gave him a contract. He played. I didn't think he had his best year, but whatever. They got him to come play. Chris Jones literally skipped the first game this past season. He watched from the luxury suite, which chilling. I've never seen a player do. Hard. I mean, you talk about like – He was chilling. I mean, that is a, a power move to watch your team lose with you sitting there watching the game with the crowd, yeah. and then they, they got him to come back in. If I'm Redick, I am holding out because this is my last shot. I have no guaranteed money. If I get hurt in training camp, I'm done. I'm not getting anything. And I'm not saying he's going to skip the season, but – Kyle, I do think he would hold out, and and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, maybe eventually he's got to come in in week two and two or three and lose money, and it doesn't work. But I, what other option does he have if not holding out? Play on the final year of his deal, right, like roll the, the dice and and look. But it's not a good idea. Well, I I think it's a worse idea to hold out and waste a season potentially. Like he's about to be thirty years old. Last year was probably his best chance of getting a new deal, coming off the sixteen and a half sack season. He's coming off a, a more down year this year. Yeah. and he, look, he played nice last year, didn't he? he right, right. But, like, I, I just think there's there's more than one side to this negotiation. Like, uh, Hassan Reddick can go find somebody that's going to pay him $30 million. If they're only offering us a fifth, forget it, dude. I'm not doing that. Like, I, I can't stress this enough that I need this to benefit the Eagles, too. Like, this isn't only about Hassan Reddick. And I get putting yourself in his shoes and being like, oh, good faith, this and that. But, like... The Eagles also need to benefit from this. I am looking at this purely from the Eagles' perspective, so I'm not just giving away Hassan Reddick for a ham sandwich just because I want the guy to get paid. I honestly don't really care if Hassan Reddick gets paid. The only thing I care about is if Hassan Reddick is on this team next year. I agree with you on that. I don't really care about his pocket either. I mean, if he has a lot of money or he doesn't, it doesn't change me, my life. My thing, though, is if he doesn't get paid, I'm not going to now expect him to be happy. Like, we have to... We can look at it from the Eagles' perspective, but we have to realize he has a perspective, too. And I'm just saying, I'd be shocked. If, I, I totally disagree with Elliot on this. I, I'd be shocked if he showed up for all of camp. I just don't think – I think he and his agent would have to at some point say, no, you don't pay me, I'm not showing up, and then we see who budges first, the Eagles or them. 215-592-9494. All right, back to the phones here. The Super Bowl window, is it still open for the Eagles, yes or no? And, of course, we have our Tri-Day Friday as uh, you guys got to give Hugh and I something new to try this weekend, a food combination. Now, we've got a couple interesting ones so far, mac and cheese and ketchup. Hugh says that means you got bad mac and cheese. And peanut butter and jelly plus some, like, Doritos in there in that sandwich. I think it's going to be much easier to convince me on this than Hugh. Hugh's, Hugh's got a little yeah. different standard when it comes to uh, combinations of food. And this guy hasn't even tried pork chops and applesauce yet. No, I'm not, probably. Not Use a chicken, man. Yeah. 
Chihuahua. You got called a chicken. Oh, well, yeah, it's not. I yeah. haven't heard that one in a while. <laughs> that was a real 90s thing. You're it's an old school You term. are a chicken. All right. 215-592-9494. The answer that uh, piques our interest the most today will win a four-pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show. Jacob is up next on WIP. Hey, Jacob. Hey, how are you? Good, Jacob. How are you? Good. Uh, let me take you off. Oh, that'd be, that'd be great. Uh, oh. yeah, hi. hi, Jacob. Um, yeah, I personally think the Super Bowl window has closed. I think we should keep the door closed, but keep it open a smidge. Like we have a we have a shot at least. But so you're kind of saying like um, almost don't go all in, don't tear the thing down, but let, let's not really pretend they're going to win next year. Kind of keep the options open for the future. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that might be the way they go. I mean, I, look, I, I don't think they're going to tear anything down. I don't think they're going to trade away half their good players. But, I, Jacob, I think the way you framed it could happen. They could go younger. They right. could move on from some of these veterans. And then, hey, if they surprise next year and they're, they're ready quicker than we think, great. But if not, they load back up for 2025. I think that could happen. Right, yeah. I mean, I always think of it as a rebuilding year almost because of all these new coaches and we've we don't really know what to expect with them, so it's kind of like a mystery at this point. That's, I think it's a fair way to put it. Heck, we don't even know if the head coach is going to be the head coach next year. Exactly. And then the whole staff yeah. could be different. So, there for a team that has as much expectation as some people are putting on this Eagles team, there's a lot of question marks. Jacob, what's our food combo we should try here? So, when I was a kid, I we made homemade applesauce a lot, mm-hmm. and we would – Dip our grilled cheese sandwiches in applesauce. Nope. <laughs> You're out, Hugh? Yep. Instead of tomato soup. Grilled cheese. And then now, here's the question. Would you um, nope. would you have the applesauce at kind of room temperature, or would it be cold it, out of the it fridge? It would be uh, cold. Nope. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I could see that. And, and we'll... Jacob, we appreciate it. We'll get you in the mix. That's a no, a flat no. Oh, that's a flat out. Well, no, you're no, anti grilled cheese anyway. I don't. You yeah, know. And, and that, like grit, dipping applesauce and grit. No, I'm cool. You got that, bro. That's all you. Nope, not doing it. I don't think I would do it cold. I might do it if it's a room temperature applesauce. Kyle, that didn't seem re- insane. The coldness though, because he compared it to like a grilled cheese and a tomato soup. The tomato soup is warm. Yeah, no, it just it just it, it just sounds like you know. Somebody's parents don't know how to make a good grilled cheese sandwich. You're well, dipping in this stuff, like, cause a grill, like, when I think of grilled cheese sandwiches, that's a standalone good, good thing right there. If you get the, the good kind of cheese and some good bread, you're anti-dipping it even in tomato yeah, soup. Yeah, no, come on, no, like man. tomato soup is a good compliment to that because yeah. it's that I like that I like that marriage. Yeah, but all that like applesauce, no. So, here's what I'll say. I get your thing on the hot cold thing. There are some times where like hot. Food and cold food, like if you put like uh, warm chicken on cold Caesar salad. Sure, that works. No, that's that fine. That's, that's cool. I'm that okay do. with that. I'm okay with Caesar salad. I mean, sometimes the hot and cold thing works. Yeah, but it I'm does. Gonna... Yeah, I just didn't know because you know sometimes because right right cold out of the fridge, that's a pretty it's con- a contrast. And then so it's also warm the shock. Yeah, of the sweet applesauce on the grilled. Like tomato soup isn't sweet. Yeah, I think some people will put some sort of apples on a grilled cheese. Oh, that doesn't seem crazy. The apple flavor in the cheese, that, that's not crazy. It's the I, I'm the contrast of the coal. That's getting me. Mike's up next on WFP. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good, up, Mike? Mike. Look, man, the window has shut in week 12, in my opinion, of last year's football season. Giriani is a clown at best. The guy talks like a clown, and he more importantly acts like a clown. I don't he give is- a shit. He's, he's terrible, dude. I can't stand the guy. 
But, you know, to the point of what are – I just had pork chops and applesauce last night with my wife. They're phenomenal. But, you, you got to try a large regular pizza, regular pie with yellow mustard, dude, just a little bit. It goes a long way. There's a place in Robbinsville that is known for their mustard tomato pies, and they are lights out. Mike, you know, so it's interesting. I used to live near Robbinsville. I lived in a a town called Cream Ridge in New Jersey before we moved to Bucks County. And I always I have heard about this place. And I lived I lived in, uh, you know, in Jersey in that spot for like six years. And I never went. But I've like you're you're like the third person who's brought this mustard pizza. Absolutely ridiculous. dude. It's not like they have yellow mustard on their pizza. It's like they work it into the dough, bake it off. And it will. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. I've been dipping yellow mustard on my regular pizza since I was a child, right? I'm 45 years old. When I went there and I saw this, my head exploded. I couldn't even believe what I was seeing. I like but this it one. Is, it is lights out, dude. It's phenomenal. And you know Guys, what? The, thank you so much for Yeah, the you got it, man. Mike, we appreciate you calling. I, grill, uh, excuse me, a lar- pizza with a little yellow mustard. Hugh, your thought? I'm that doesn't sound as bad as the other stuff that people okay, were suggesting. Okay, that's, that's, I mean, that's a compliment. I, I would Leader in the say, clubhouse? I'd probably say honey mustard. I would probably, you know, tweak it a little bit with some honey mustard. But, uh, no, that don't sound that bad because I like mustard. I like mustard, too. I, yeah. I think that mustard actually is really underrated. People, I, For some I like reason, it. mustard is not as big of a thing as it used to be, and I don't know what happened. Wait, <laughs> You're saying mustard has fallen off. I don't, uh, kids don't like mustard. My kids don't like mustard. Uh, okay. See, I like I like mustard. Now I don't have a problem with that. Does with Harper like? Your, a, does your son Harper like mustard? M- Harper doesn't like anything. I'm telling you, <laughs> I think for some reason there's a generation thing going on, and mustard is out with kids. Uh, I think that's one of those things you might have to grow into, like an aqua. Like well, mustard's kind Maybe. of pungent or strong. It is. Oh, so I, for kids, it's a little spicy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kids don't. So you kids think are pretty you're, like down the middle with their flavor. Profiles. So or you taste think buds. you grow out of, of ketchup and into, and into mustard. mustard? I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah. You, that uh, when you're when you cross that threshold from child to adult, you appreciate mustard more and ketchup less. I am very much in the mustard zone of life. <laughs> I mean that that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> you're in the Joe's in his zone. mustard I phase. I am in my mustard phase. Joe is in Jersey. What's up, Joe? Hey, hi guys. How you doing? Good, you doing? Joe. Uh, what's up? I'm going to give you uh, first to talk a little Eagles. Um, I got a story for you. First of all, I think I think the Eagles are going to be okay. You know, uh, I'll, I'll give you the story next. Um, the Eagles, with their defensive and offensive coordinator, are going to be just fine if Sirianni just leaves them all alone. Okay, stays out of it. All right, uh, these guys are talented professionals. They know what they're doing. We need a couple pieces: middle linebacker. We could use a little help back there, and you know, cornerback, safety area okay pick up a couple guys <clears throat> and then um you'll be okay you know we've got the offensive power you know we'll be okay it just uh the, the team had no identity they had they had to find themselves and i think these guys will help them find who they really are okay? i do, joe i do especially fangio i do think he will he'll get this team to play at a much higher level I just – they need more than just a couple, though, Joe, the way I look at it, Joe. They need a lot of pieces on defense so Fangio can coach him up. Like, like that's a big thing. They got a lot of work to do back there. Oh, they got work to do, no doubt about it. Need to, need to know how to handle a blitz, you know what I mean? Uh, but I think it's all fixable. I think Hurts is a hell of a quarterback. He just – you know, he needs – he just needs some coaching up. He needs some coaching up, okay? And – uh 
I'm hoping these guys can can do it for him. You know what I mean? Well, uh, yeah. Help, I, well, he's he's certainly they I he they can have make him better. I I believe that. Joe, give us a guess here for uh, Susan. Give us a combination here for a food combo we should try this weekend. What do you got? Okay. Can I give you one story first? Sure. Quick. You tell us a okay. story. Okay. Here's a story. I'm 73 years old, so I've been following the Eagles a long time. Uh, when my kids were younger, uh, in the 80s, okay, we went to when they had open practices, okay. So I took the boys along, and uh, we went to uh, a practice, and uh, everybody comes through the gate. I got the kids right there, and uh, here comes. Uh, Eventually, you know, Reggie White came by, and uh, eventually Buddy Ryan, the last guy, threw the gate. So Red, um, Buddy needed to use the porta potty, okay? Okay. So Buddy goes into the porta potty, and uh, out comes Reggie White. He's got his finger up against on his lips, and shh, don't tell anybody, right? So he goes, he goes up, and grabs the porta potty right and starts shaking it boom 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 how, how did buddy boom. react probably not and listen Reg, reggie ran away ran away <laughs> telling everybody shh a buddy comes out he is smoking okay uh, and he says i know i know who did this he goes up to reggie i know you did this and reggie's laughing his ass off <laughs> It was the funniest thing I ever saw. They loved that man. They oh, really... that, that's a good one. I, I could just see Buddy, you know, like the smoke coming oh, out of his ears. That, that, that's hilarious. Joe, give us a, combo, a food combo. Uh, all right, here we go. We're going with my, uh, my background. I'm, I'm Polish. Okay, so mm-hmm. listen, you guys got to try this, okay? There's a recipe that, uh, for pierogies. It's called pierogies. Oh, I like pierogies. Now listen to me. You make them yourself. It's not really that hard. You put a little time and effort into it. You make a nice, fresh pierogi with farmer's cheese and potato and onion, okay, mm-hmm. in there. Now, you you roll, you know, you pinch the edges. Yep. You know. I've made them. I've made them before. Yep. Okay. Now, you put them in the boiling water, all right? When they go down to the bottom, they, go, they, they always go to the bottom. When they start popping up, you, you take them out, Okay. Now, you put them on, you know, let them dry a little bit, and then you got to wait about a half hour, okay? And then you, uh, they're ready to go, okay? So what you do is you fry them, okay, with sautéed onions all right, and butter. Now, you fry them up, all right, and get them brown, a little bit on this side, a little on that side. Okay. Okay. And then you get the sour cream, all right? So the sour the, cream is the closer, or is there another food? Yeah, there's another food. Okay, I'm waiting for so, it. I'm waiting for that combo. Here, here's the combo. Some fret, some smoked kibasi from Richmond in Philly. In Philly. Oh, he even gave okay. us the, the spot to get it. So, so it's the kielbasa oh, with, uh, with the pierogi. It's the kibasi yeah. with the pierogi. But it's not any kibasi. Yeah. This is the best. It's got to be the smoked one. You got you to have the best kibasi. You know, it Joe. It, it sounds delicious, Joe. Man, good phone call. We appreciate it. So he he wants to. Uh, I mean, first of all, he's got Hugh making his own pierogies at home this weekend. No, I ain't about to do that. <laughs> you, you lost me at make my own. You lost me at when you start talking. You about never cooking. made hand. You never made handmade pierogies no, at home. No, I did it once. 
No, I'm not doing all that. It takes some time, but do it's I, good. Do you do I look like the type of person that has time to be making pierogies? No. Kind of. <laughs> no. I'm not doing it. Are you, like, Hugh, aren't you cooking bacon on the air? That was the old days. Bacon is different. Because all I got to do is just, throw that just lay it there. And, just and leave it. Let, it, let it do what it do. Yeah. I, that, no. Joe really built up to the punchline. He sure did. I, I mean, was he, waiting. He, like, he's like, well, then you put the fried onion. I'm like, but this is all this normal with pierogies. Like, Joe, what's the punchline here? Joe worked through his recipe yeah. on air. Now, the one thing I will say about that is like, well, I do think pierogies and kielbasa is good. Yeah. Not very creative. It's not, a, it's not a, it's a food combo. It's like, we know. I, that didn't surprise <laughs> me, yeah. Like, because uh, some sort of... It was kind of like a duh. <laughs> sure, but it's yeah. like... It's like steak and eggs. Like, yeah. thanks. A sausage and a potato. Yes. Yeah, it makes... We've done this before. We need, like, kind of a unique this one. You say this ain't rocket science. It's, yeah. I mean, it sound, again, it sounded it's good. It's all good, but it's like, no, nah, man, that's too much work on a weekend. But now, like, I'm just looking at the list we have so far. I mean, like, you give me mustard on a pizza. Now now we're talking a little bit here. Jack, our guy Jack at Santa Barbara. What's up, Jack? Hey, Joe. Hey, you. What's hey, going on, Jack? Man? What's up, pal? Hey, uh, I was talking to Kyle mm-hmm. about um, his defense and, and Reddick. Um, maybe, and Kyle made a really good point. Uh, Fangio knows how to use Reddick. So maybe what we saw last year with all these rattling parts happening out there was they they didn't use him or utilize him the way that is ideal to to uh to slot him into the defense because there were so many holes adjacent to him in the defense. So as far as the window, I think I don't think the window is open because I think we need to get young, and I think those young guys need to grow up with Fangio. I think that's why they grabbed him. And Kellen, he might be the next head coach if you really look he, at Jack, this. he might be. I mean, a couple of years ago, you know, three years ago now, when they hired Sirianni, they interviewed Kellen Moore for the job. So it's kind of weird that he's now under him. He's his coordinator when they interviewed him for the head job anyway. Yeah, and, and, and if you think about where he's been, right, he's got enough pulse on the league that as a young mind, I wouldn't put it past them to to say, you know, this is a get-by year with the coach who already has one foot out the door. I, I don't know how he's going to keep his job is what I'm saying. I don't either. Oh. Jack, it, it's, it's a very odd marriage thing they've set up here where if it succeeds, it'd be – It'd be pretty amazing if the whole thing works here. Jack, you got some and advice. Then, do you have advice for us when we go to Clearwater? Because we're leaving a month from Tuesday. I do. I told I told Kyle yesterday a certain controversial caller uh, spoke to uh, Jack and Ike and said, uh, "No, no open toes with the with the flip flops. You got to wear socks." Mm. You you got to understand. I was a lifeguard on the Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. and the tourists used to show up with socks on the beach with sandals. Yeah, that's a no no, Jack. That's a, yeah. Oh, well, I'm not going to the beach then because I'm gonna have so, socks on. So what you want in clear waters? Here, here it is, guys. You don't need to spend a, a ton of money, and the Eagles will see this when they go to Brazil. Okay, just get some Javianas. What are, what are those? They're not expensive. Shoes. They must they're, be a kind of shoes. They shoes. 
No, no, they're flip flops. Flip flops. That's what I meant. Yeah, like rubber flip flops. You can get them in Philly at uh, Urban Outfitters, and you will love you will love me for telling you this. Just Javiana's. I'm searching them now. The original flip flop. Oh, these look pretty cool. I like these. Oh, they're and you don't have to break them in. You don't. I live in flip flops, but you don't want to. You don't want to have to break in your flip flops. Just just get Javiana's. If it rains, run barefoot. You know, but you rains, don't want to be in Florida foot. with with socks on with your with your flip flops. Hell, if I don't, now, I'm, not, food. I'm not running Some around with no for feet, my feet out. Jack, we need we need a food combo to try this weekend. What do you got for us? So I I um I got invited to this brew pub that was opening, and it, and they had really exotic burgers, and I never had this combination, but. They gave you a little honey mustard on the side like and, a, and a little bit of garlic if you wanted it more garlicky. But um, it was fig marmalade on a on a savory burger, man. It was so good. Fig I marmalade. never would have imagined that, but it it was so good. I, Jack, I like that one. I'm, I'm, I'm a go, fig, I'm a fig guy. Where we gonna get some fig marmalade, though, Joe? Where we gonna get? <laughs> oh, I, I'll get you fig marmalade. Take them the to burger. the Reading Terminal. Yeah. They'll have things. Oh, I have been to the Reading Term- Terminal. I like this. I think this is a yeah. good quest for Hughes Weekend on a quest that we appreciate marmalade. for fig marmalade. You ever have fig marmalade? Never had fig marmalade. Are you marmalade. a fig guy? No. Fig Newtons. I like, I be, haven't eaten fig Newtons in years. Yeah. <laughs> That's like another one years. that people need to grow out of. Fig Newtons. I think you grow into Fig no, Newtons. No, 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 no. My I, grandmas I used to, eat Fig Newtons. I used to love Fig yeah, Newtons when it, I was like, little. You used to eat figs to help you, you know, when you was little, little bind it up. You know what I mean? Because they help you. They help. You they know, can help. Yeah. They help things Poop. get to moving. Yeah, a little, 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 little bit. <laughs> I I think you guys are missing fig out on the, on the on fig situation. I, I could be having the fig thing the opposite, just because of my personal experience. I used to love them. Like I used to house fig Newtons, and now I I, the thought of them makes me want to puke. Oh no! Like, I, I'm I, out on. Yeah, figs. you guys are. are uh, you're giving figs a bad rap. Let's just be real. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Eric Kratz, yes, the former Phillies, going to join us at noon. He's doing a new baseball podcast. Talk to him about all things Phillies, expectations. Should it be World Series? We'll get to that coming up. On the other side, your calls. We need a great food combination or kind of a rare, unique one that you like. We'll try it this weekend. Four-pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show for the best one. That's, uh, that's on the line all show here. And we'll get to some fills along with this Eagles conversation. Zach Wheeler. Should they go get him right now, or should they spend that money? You know, should they re-sign Wheeler, or should they spend the money on something else out there? Is another big move on the horizon? We'll discuss it. 215-592-9494, Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Bet the NBA with a no-sweat same gay parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same game parlay doesn't win on any NBA and TNT game, NBA same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. Look, there's a lot of great ones out there this weekend in the NBA. You know what? You got the slam dunk contest. You got the three-point contest, the skills competition in the NBA this weekend, even the celebrity game. Give me the over in the game on Sunday night. However you want to play, just head to Fandle.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to bet the NBA. But a no-sweat same-game parlay with TNT Thursdays. Fandle.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with Fandle, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Fandle Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP.
Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas Show, Jillio. 215-592-9494 is the number. Is the Eagles Super Bowl window still open? I say no. It doesn't look like it for me right now. They got a lot of work to do to reopen this thing. It slammed shut for me sometime around. The car- The day they lost to the Cardinals was really the day it hit me. Like, this team is, yeah, it's shut right there. I don't believe it's open. I got questions at the quarterback. I got questions at the head coach. I got the best defensive player out there looking for a trade. The off, the best offensive lineman. He don't want to be here. Well, he's he's half retired. I mean, you guys are like, yeah, we're going Super Bowl next year. Whew. I don't see it. I hope I hope it changes in the next couple months. I don't see it. I think this this window they opened a couple years ago is closed. Hugh thinks it's still open here. And of course, it is a try day. Try day Friday. Four pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show on the line. The best response we get, the one that piques our interest the most, of a food combination, odd food combination. We should try this weekend. Leader in the clubhouse right now for me is the mustard on the pizza. That one was the most interesting. Yeah, because I that's something that, that I wouldn't be opposed to. Like, that one sounds like that might be pretty good. I know a lot of people are, are, are texting me about the burger and the peanut butter mm. and saying that it was are they? best in – Yeah, like they, they I'm telling you, man. Best in burger a couple years ago here. I'm just not – I just don't see it. Now, I'm not a, somewhat opposed to it, but it's just like I don't just see those two combinations – being a, doing it for me, like, are we talking about creamy peanut butter, or crunchy? Like I would think that, I would there. think creamy. Are we talking about natural that. peanut butter? Yeah, so sort of like or processed. Think of it as like a you know like a how they put special sauce on a burger. Yeah, but what kind of peanut? Why are we talking it's Skippy? Creamy or Jeff? I mean, it's, I, it's, well, I think the natural peanut butter is better. Yeah, yeah so. but it's like, like homemade creamy. homemade peanut butter. The place I had homemade their peanut butter. Oh, yeah, yeah, see that that's that changes everything. Then. Well, you okay. could customize it for you. You could yeah. put you could put the best kind of peanut butter. No one's telling you you got to use, uh, you know, whatever. No, but see, that's how my mind works, okay. though. Like, I'm thinking, okay, what you, kind of You're really of, going deep talking? into this. Yeah, like, what kind of peanut butter are we talking? You know, I mean, because I think that makes a difference. I'm just thinking this sounds delicious. I mean, that's what uh, I'm thinking. Me too. I'm in. Lock me in. I think this stuff sounds good. All right, 215 for Eric Kratz going to join the show coming up at 12. We'll talk some Phillies as uh, as there We've got more people showing up today, by the way. Trey Turner's there. Bryce Stott is there. Everyone's getting ready down in Clearwater. But – what hangs over all this is will they make one more big move? Yesterday, John Heyman, listen to this, the idea of maybe Montgomery here and don't rule the Phillies out. Any news on Montgomery and the Phillies? Uh, at this moment, uh, I am not hearing anything concrete on Montgomery and the Phillies. Some people out there, again, this is coming from another team, think the Phillies are close to tapped out. Now, of course, they have owner John Middleton, who has done better in free agency than anybody between Harper and Wheeler and Castellanos, Schwarber, all the others. So I'm never going to count the Phillies out of anything. I'm not going to say he's a guy like Peter Seidler who do anything to win, but certainly John Middleton has prioritized winning, and let's not be shocked if they do do a big move. They brought back Aaron Nola already, so some people have their pitching rotation ranked near the top anyway, and I think that's fair. So do they need Montgomery as much as some others? I'm not sure that they do, but – I think the the fact that Middleton is there, we're not going to rule anything out. Can't rule it out. And I think the Phillies could use one more big player. All right, Dombrowski recently, when asked about the Zach Wheeler situation, because it feels like the Phillies could have one more big move this, you know, this spring up their sleeve. Is it somebody else? Is it Wheeler? Here was Dombrowski on the Zach Wheeler situation. We got Dombrowski here on Dombrowski on Wheeler. Let's hear Dombrowski. Well, we would love to sign Zach today if we could. Um, I think it's important that we re-sign him. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Uh, really never get into negotiations publicly, but you can say it's something that's important for us, and we would love to get that done. So 
Um, I, I know uh, Wheels loves it in um, Philadelphia, loves being part of the organization, and I would say that it's a priority for us. All right, priority. He used that word priority. Hugh, let me ask you this. If the Phillies have a, if the Phillies have one more move in them, one big check they could cut before the start of the season, what's your priority? Get the Wheeler extension done or add one more player? Get the Wheeler extension done. I mean, because that's the one we started. Like, and I understand what you're talking about, and I know a lot of people are a little antsy because they feel like we didn't make a whole lot of moves. They did. Yeah, it was just Nola, really. But we started negotiating with Zach Wheeler. Now, he's negotiating in good faith, and he, he has said publicly that he wants to get this done before the season starts. So now, if, if 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 I tell him, hold up, dog, I'm gonna let me I, I'm gonna take care of you, but let me go and take care of this first. You're not prioritizing one of your better players, and that could send a bad message. I understand that point, and he is maybe their best player. It's not good business either, Joe. But I gotta build the best Phillies team. I can't yeah, worry about feelings. Not, that's not good business, feelings? though, Joe. I, I got but, but games this to is, win. This is a business man. This is a business. <laughs> Zach is a businessman, and he made it clear. They both made it clear. That we need to get this done. Now, if this is something that, you know, can get done in a timely fashion, I don't have a problem with that. And it doesn't impede Zach from getting his money. I don't have a problem with that. But to to drop everything with Zach and start somewhere else, I don't think that's a, the right move to make. So I think it's probably the wrong move to make for Zach Wheeler and for the, you know, the relationship there. But I, if I'm Dave Dabrowski, if I'm John Middleton, I'm trying to win the World Series this year. I ha- Zach Wheeler's here. He's, he's under contract for this year. He's not going anywhere. I'll figure that out as we go along. I'm prioritizing over the next couple of weeks Jordan Montgomery. I'm prioritizing Cody Bellinger. I want to add to this team, and then I'll get I'll get to the Zach Wheeler extension. I mean, we all know the parameters there. He's going to want forty or so million per year. Howard said that to us the other day. I think that's a, a fair number. It's market value for a pitcher of his caliber. But Zach could sign a contract on March 28th. He could sign it on October 28th. It's not how you do good business, but he, but you can. But Cody Bellinger is going to sign. Tomorrow or the next day or the like you could you lose Cody Bellinger you lose Jordan Montgomery. So you should have thought about that before you started this negotiation. Though in my opinion, yeah, you know that that's what you should have thought about. I don't think like I, I think they're not worried about Cody Bellinger as much as you are. I think they feel like you know Rojas is going to be the guy. Yeah, they think they have enough. Yeah, they, he's going to be the guy that gets an opportunity to to mess this all up. And I think they want instead of signing Bellinger now, they're taking a chance. I know in your your eyes are taking a chance, but you sign a guy like Cody Bellinger now. What what message does that send to Rojas? Like he's not even really getting a chance yeah, to he, show what he could do. But, and that's fine, but I don't care about what he thinks. <laughs> I know, I know you don't I, I got, care. Joe. I'm trying to win a World but Series. I understand not, what you're trying this to do. This isn't high school baseball. It, okay. It's a World Series. Outside, outside of what Rojas was in the playoffs, were you okay with him? He was fine. No, he, well, he defensive, was like, what, what, defensively, I know, but he great, was hitting yeah. like, what, a 302 or something yeah. like that? But I don't – based on his minor league track record, I don't buy it. I don't I don't think he's a legitimate starter every day. Now, maybe he would grow into that, but yeah. I'm not there. I don't buy it. But he needs the opportunity to. He could have the opportunity he, he, at AAA. He get all the at-bats <laughs> he wants. He could, he, he could force I, his I, way I up feel here. Like, I feel like you put yourself in a better situation and monetarily – if you allow him the opportunity well, to show what true. he can do. Well, that's true. Well, it would help. And then, and then it's also the fact that you're working with the young cat and, and helping him get better because his defense is phenomenal, no question about that. So I think if you can just bring his bat along a little bit, you're getting more bang for your buck. So uh, you're right on that, but I, I look at it like this. The Dodgers have six or seven young guys that we could say are probably their version of Johan Rojas. Ooh, we're looking at the – 
Well, no. Somebody fence. Well, no, but they have those guys. And guess what they said? They, they said, guess what? You guys can go to AAA. We're getting Shohei Otani. The, I understand The that. Dodgers are, are trying to win the World Series. Yeah, I, but they're pushing all in. Because they've had. But and, and we should, too. They We we are in a good situation. We have, are running. Let me give you a car analogy because I like to do those. I like these. This time of year. It's like, okay, let's say the uh, the the Atlanta Braves are a Lamborghini yours, right? And we are like the Audi, like whatever, the 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 pick. I forgot the name of it. But when you look at both of these cars, the only difference is the price tag, because I, if I'm not mistaken, they're made with some of the same parts because of the company that they come from. And we've changed the air filters in ours, and we we're getting more bang for our buck because we went a smarter route. It's not my buck though. I want to win. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we're still right there, and we knocked off the best I team know. in baseball with the best record twice. Now, I know that's a lot to still be banking on, but, again, I go back to the fact that there was a lot of injury problems that we had early on. There was a lot of power outages. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of we don't know what the hell's wrong with this guy going on at the beginning of this season. And, and now it feels like we've gotten past that. And to me, Johan Rojas is a guy that I feel like, even though he, I, like the, the memory that I have of him is the bat on his shoulders in, 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 in – uh, in the NLCS? Uh, yeah, in, in, yeah in you NLCS. and everybody else. Yeah, but I still feel like, you know, he's going to learn from that mistake and he needs an opportunity to prove that he can be that. And not only that, Joe, they've already said that, you know, it's his job to lose. And they keep reiterating that. And until he, he – it's on him to show what he can do. And if he can't get it done, then they'll, they'll try to make a move. So I always think of it this way. Young players, they could force their way to play. If he hits the cover off the ball triple A, they'll get him back up here and we'll find a way to, to get him in. But I – Right now, if I could do one thing before opening day, I would try to get one more big player. And Bellinger's out there. You know, obviously Jordan Montgomery's out there. And I'll get to the Wheeler thing. 215-592-9494. If the Phillies could do one more big thing, if they could prioritize one more big thing before opening day, get the Wheeler extension done or sign one more big player. We'll throw that in the mix as well. 215-592-9494. Along with the Eagles thing, of course, the Super Bowl window is. It's still open. Kyle, what do you think about this uh, Phillies thing? One more big player or get this wheel of contract signed? So I guess <clears throat> I'm lo- looking at this through the lens of, like, what is the most urgent thing mm-hmm. right now? They can really, if they want to, I know it's kind of playing a dangerous game, but, like, Zach Wheeler is under contract this year. Yes, he is. So they can push this off till free agency next season like they did with Aaron Nola. That's a bad look. Uh, well, look, I, I mean, it might be, but – at the end of you the day, <laughs> well, no, again, I'm kind of with Joe in that, like, I'm trying to make the Phillies a better team. And I know keeping Zach Wheeler here does that. And Zach Wheeler might be the best player on the Phillies. But again, he's here. He's here next year and he's not going anywhere. I think there's like Zach wants to get a deal done. We heard a little bit from him yesterday. There's I think there's, you know, mutual. Uh, they're both trying to get this done. Yeah. Zach Wheeler and the Phillies. So I, I think. It's not going to be too difficult, even if they push it off to next season to get this thing done. But these free agents like, you know, Bellinger, Snell, they're going to get signed. And if they get signed, it's probably going to be to a multi-year deal. They're not going to be available again next season. So I'm looking at what benefits the Phillies the most going into this season. And I think in that case, if they only had one in them, I'd push the Wheeler thing off. And they could be signed to a Phillies rival. I mean, the Phillies could see these guys in the postseason. That's certainly possible. By the way, someone uh, created a shirt. You see this, Hugh? The Hughes Crew shirt? Oh, okay. Someone created it. Oh, somebody it's, did. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got Johan Rojas, Keely Ringo, and Tyrese Maxey. The, the, Let the, the young guys play. The true Hughes crew. Kyle is in Wayne. What's up, Kyle? What's going on, guys? How are you? What's Good, going on, Kyle. Man? What's up, buddy? 
Um, real quick on the Philly stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you mean, Joe. I mean, my only fear is with Rojas is he develops too late for this window. That's my fear, you know? So if we're really trying to win now, why not bring in Bellinger? Because I don't – what I've seen from Rojas is he's not ready yet, and that's fine. It's just maybe doesn't align with our timeline. And if he's ready in two or three years, then that's fine. I don't. I just – and both can be okay, you know? I don't think it's like we're downplaying Rojas, but it's just he's a young player that may not be there yet and don't we want to risk having what happened in the playoffs last year. I don't know if that's worth the risk. Um, but that's just me. Yeah, and Kyle, I, I also think there's a chance everyone gets playing time. Like, injuries happen. You know, Marsh right now, I know it's probably not serious, but he can't play right now, right? He had the knee surgery last week. So there, there's a world where they sign Bellinger, and then they still need Rojas for, you know, 75 or 80 games. Like, he could still be part of this thing, but we just don't give him every game, every at-bat the whole year. Sure. Um, for the Eagles, I'm not – that's kind of a theory here as far as the offensive side of the ball, and I think we're in a tough spot. I mean, look, name a team where they had that kind of drama between A.J. and Jalen last year where it ultimately worked out. And I say that meaning quarterbacks under contract, and I know we extended A.J., but, look, if this thing gets off to a rough start and they are not seeing eye-to-eye, that's a scary position to be in as an organization because they don't want to get rid of A.J., they don't want to, but what do you do? You, you, you have to. One of them has to go at that point, in my opinion, and it's it, it can be tough. But what if we have to get rid of? I, I don't want to say it, but has to look at getting rid of AJ at that point. If it's really that bad, I, I don't know. I'm predicting there could be some something there that we're not seeing between them two. Could be. That's my it could be. And then moving forward, Kyle, they're going to have to pay Devonte. So you're going to pay two receivers, or is it going to be like, hey, one's the scrunt, so we pay the other? There's a lot of questions they got to answer. Kyle, what, what's your thought on Kelsey here? So, look, when we drafted Jurgens, I at this point I thought Kelsey was gone. And, I look, I kind of want to see if the kid has, has you know, as a center. I mean, Kelsey drafted him to be his replacement. Not Kelsey literally, but he had insight there. What's, I mean, does, is, does Kelsey maybe think he's not ready yet too? Like, do the Eagles think he's not ready yet? I'm, my, like, my thing is, like, if, at this point I thought Jurgens was going to be, you know, the guy. And it's, it's, it's going to be four years until this guy gets a starting job the true position that he was drafted to be, you know? Yeah, it's wild, Kyle. It's, and they and the year before, Dickerson was kind of in that, in that situation. Now I just think he's the guard. But the Jurgens thing is, is totally a fair question. Kyle, what's the uh, the food combo we should try this weekend? Well, I know Hugh is on a little bit of a health kick right now. Um, I've seen it. You're doing great, Hugh. Keep it up, man. Um, I think for – look, I I heard sour cream being mentioned, but I've, uh, I'm a big health kick guy myself. I make a lot of, like, rice bowls at home. Mm-hmm. Putting Greek yogurt in instead of the sour cream, I promise, plain Greek yogurt. You can put more in if you want because it's healthy and you're getting protein, non-fat. I'm telling you, that it, it tastes oh, pretty me, good. Can, I, can, I, can I tell you? Like, can I tell you, I try. I cannot stand the taste of Greek yogurt. Do you, I tried do to do you it. like sour cream? I mean, sour cream's okay. Because there's similar a plain Greek yogurt and sour cream. They're not that different taste Yeah, but it's just like when I think of yogurt, I I, I expect, like, I guess a more flavor. flavor and it's just, it, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, the plain. Like, the plain. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, the plain. I've, I've it's done, like, Kyle, I've done this. It's no, the, I, I get it, Kyle, yeah. but I, I like the Greek yogurt, man. I can't do it. I try. Here's one for, for, all right, here's one for you. Try this, dude. If you want just, like, a nice, like, healthy chip and dip, put ranch ranch powder uh, seasoning into the Greek yogurt 
and it's like a ranch dip. It's unbelievable, and it's so healthy. That's one for you too. All right, there okay, we go. I can try that one. Good stuff, I'll Kyle. Try that one, we man, I try. It. I try the whole Greek yogurt thing. And I can't do it. Yeah, one time I made a mistake. So you can use uh, like a plain Greek yogurt and and kind of in substitution of a sour cream. Uh huh. So one time I thought we had plain Greek yogurt in the fridge. Yeah. And I was gonna throw it on a taco. It was actually vanilla. Yeah, man. Did not Greek did not work yeah, out. Yeah, Greek it's yogurt, gross. man. It's it's like it's it's sometimes it could be a little tough. So I had a thought when uh, our last caller was mentioning Jurgens. If he doesn't get to play center next year, you mm-hmm. guys realize if Kelsey comes back and Jurgens plays guard, he will be contract extension eligible after next season without ever playing the position they drafted him to play. Isn't that weird? Like, would they extend his contract to then move to center the next year and never see him play the position? Yeah, because that's two different positions. Yeah, and 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 the uh, importance of the two positions are different as far as monetarily is concerned. Of so. course, it would be. I, he'd probably want to get paid like a guard, even though he's probably moving to center. It's yeah, just, it's just bizarre how it's worked out. You remember the thought when we drafted Landon Dickerson? Center, center. Every year we draft Kelsey's replacement. He never leaves. It's the greatest bit. It's like we just keep drafting all these players, and he's still here. It's wild. Ryan's up next. What's up, Ryan? Ryan. Hey, how's it going? I wanted to get your thoughts. Instead of signing Wheeler, what if they did a trade? I mean, they missed out on that Brewers-Orioles trade to get um, Clinton Burns. But, I mean, pitchers generally pitch their best in the final year of the contract. So, I think you're better off playing it out and seeing what happens and then use that whatever money that you do to make a trade. And, you know, the minor leaguers generally don't make it with the Phillies that good and then signing a hitter. That's just my thought. So, you want to you want to use the – farm system to trade for another player yeah i'd rather trade for an established guy it's i mean now losing nola one's the last starting pitcher to come up and really do well oh uh, um, yeah but it was hamels it was ha- well right yeah ranger's been a good story but ha- before that it was hamels right so i mean they genuinely overvalue their guys so i think he's better off getting a guy you know a good like number three guy via trade rather than signing what wheeler does pitchers tend to break down so, you know, either you get an outstanding year out of them or, you know, flop. But, I mean, I think it's a win-win. And if they go, if they end up winning the whole thing this year, then, you know, they'll do what they got to do to continue it. But Oh, I see you're saying, like, them. you kind of hitting the pause button on the Wheeler thing. See how another year goes before we do this. Yeah, I mean, Nola did outstanding yeah. this year, right? He's got his Wait, wait a minute. Y'all talking about yeah, he's on seven years he, he wants to wait. You know what I mean? To sign Wheeler. I feel like baseball more than any other sport in the final year, they do outstanding. Y'all, y'all do know. That we started negotiations, I know, right? but we also do know he's thirty-four. But do do you like? He's not young. I mean, yeah, but you just, can't you can't start negotiations then stop. Yeah, like can. I don't know. What, no, you can't. They just did it with Noel last year. Yeah, we did it. No, that no, those negotiations broke down. Well, well, okay. I know, they well, broke well, down. Here's probably because do. the Phillies stopped. You could do a, a negotiation, but like a halfway. So you know he's not going to no. say yes. So you're negotiating. See, Zach, I'll give you one see, year. Y'all playing with twenty-five this man, million. Y'all playing with this man's money, and y'all y'all act like it's cool. It's not What's cool. What's he going to do about it? What you mean? He, He's going to he, pitch. He said that he wanted to get it done. Wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, so so you're okay with having a disgruntled pitcher on the mound? Oh, he'll be fine. No, he oh, wasn't disgruntled goodness. last year. Because the co- communication broke down. Well, that's what I mean. They so, still got it done. But, but what if, if we negotiate but don't really give him what he wants? He's not going to say yes, and then it breaks down. Well, no. you're like Y'all forget. Like They started the negotiation. So you're negotiating in good faith because you want to get it done. You ever get a second call when you're on the line? You put him on hold? Zach, I don't, Cody Bellinger, I got see, Boris here. I got Boris. So y'all playing with folks' money is like playing with people's emotions. Did y'all? Did any of y'all see Friday? I'm trying with a man's to win money is like a playing World with his emotions. Series. All right, Ryan, quickly, give us a uh, food combination. I heard another guy talking about the healthy stuff. I, I like a good smoothie with avocado, banana, almond butter, 
on a milk and cocoa powder. No sugar, but tastes like a chocolate shake. I- avocado in a smoothie? I do that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I don't eat avocado, but I can drink it. It, it goes down smooth. See, I like avocado. I like avocado dip. Yeah, no, it's, it, it works in the smoothie. You mean Ryan, guacamole. Yeah, it's a good Ryan. It's a good. <laughs> that, one. What did I call? It? But you avocado know what I mean. No, you know what's funny. I'm out on the coconut though. I'm anti coconut. I'm not. I'm, oh, me I'm too. Not, I, I like the what's it called? Avocado dip. Yes. I like guacamole. That. Well, okay. Can somebody like since we're talking about this? <laughs> What what's the difference between the blue chips and the regular chips? It's just the kind of blue corn. corn. Blue corn, yellow corn. Just That's corn. it. It's so it's corn. not it's just it's it's not healthier for you because uh, it's one more may expensive. Be healthier, like I don't the know. blue why are the blue chips more expensive? I like the blue chips. <laughs> I'm a blue they're, chip. they're probably they're more, more rare. Expensive. They're probably more yeah. like rare crop. No, but okay. Blue corn. Do we so qu- it's it's just the color. Do we have some uh, breaking eagles news? It's yeah, minor breaking okay, eagles. Okay, what news. we got? Uh the Eagles and special teams coordinator Michael Clay has agreed to terms on a contract extension. So he don't want that state. So the coach the best the, coordinator. The most the job security is Michael Clay. <laughs> yes. All right, there it is. Our right, 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. We'll get to everyone's phone calls. Is the Eagles Super Bowl window still open? And if the Phillies could prioritize one thing before opening day, is it the Wheeler extension or one more big player like a Bellinger or Montgomery? Where would you go? Plus, odd food combination. Best one we get today, four-pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show. February 28th through March 3rd. We'll get to all your phone calls, and our guy Eric Kratz joins us next. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilly. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. We'll get back to all the calls here. Eagles Super Bowl window. And one more big move for the Phillies here. Should it be to re-sign Wheeler or go get a big free agent? Speaking of the Phillies, spring training underway. We heard from Wheeler yesterday. Topper's going to be on tomorrow morning with Howard Eskin during his show, 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. And big expectations this year. So we thought, you know what, let's talk to a guy who knows a lot about the Phillies, expectations, everything baseball, the former Phil. And now you see him, Foul Territory is the podcast. I see it on YouTube. It's a great show with Kratz. Eric Kratz and some former big league players. He joins us right now. Eric, how you doing today? Eric. Freaking awesome. How are y'all? Pretty good, pretty good. So, Eric, you know, the Phillies didn't do a whole lot in the offseason. But do you think they're, that they're a good enough team to contend even though they didn't make a whole lot of moves? Absolutely. They didn't need to do a whole lot of moves. They actually added a the one of the best free agent starters at below market price based on what I think Blake Schnell is going to get here soon in Aaron Nola. And – Quite frankly, he's more consistent, and he has better numbers. He's been in Philly for a while, so everybody knows, you know, all his shortcomings, but that's the beauty of being in one city. You're always going to only be as good as your worst season. Eric, how good do you think the Phillies are? We, we all know they're good, and they're going to probably, you know, almost certainly be a playoff team. It's interesting when you look at some of the odds because the Braves are clearly the favorite in the NL East. The Dodgers are clearly the favorite to be the best team in all of baseball. And the Phillies are kind of like, you look at some of the odds and win totals, third best team in the NL, but there's a pretty big gap there. 
Eric, at times the Phillies look like the best team, like when they get hot in the, in the early in the playoffs. But early in seasons, they've struggled and they've been behind the eight ball. Eric, when you look at this team, how good are they? Are they a 90-plus win team? Are they generally in the eight? Like When you look at the Phillies, how good do you think they can be? World Series champions. I, I truly believe it. I mean, you, you understand the last two years, they were a couple wins away from getting the job done. And it's essentially, it's essentially the same team. It is the same team. This team is, has the best top-to-bottom bullpen and starting rotation in baseball. Numbers, whatever you're looking at, it is, they are the top pitching staff in the game with a lineup that has a lot of diversity and ability to hurt you in different ways. I think the last piece they need to add is a right-handed bat, kind of like a Whit Merrifield who can move around a little bit, a Tommy Pham. I don't know that they get a Whit Merrifield because there's less playing time because a lot of the spots are, are solidified. You know, that would be more of like a, you know, convincing him to come in and hit his 280 with about a 330 on base percentage and about a 400, 450 slugging percentage. I think that's the last piece that they need. And then they just get over the hump. A lot of teams are like, well, you know, you can't just make the playoffs. you got to be a world – this team will make the playoffs. And when they're in, because of the, how good their staff is, top to bottom, 1 through 13, 1 through 12, however many they carry on the team, they'll be rested enough to be able to have the success in, in the postseason like they've had. Other teams kind of – they dominate, but they really dominate with – their top three in the rotation and their top three in the bullpen, and then they hope it works out in the postseason. Yeah, and we know how good they can be in the postseason. Two years in a row making big runs here. Eric, one of the question marks we answer spring training, there's not many because, like you said, they're, they're pretty loaded. They have a, a rotation that seems pretty set right now unless they do decide to add someone. They have a lineup that seven or eight spots, there's no question, is going to start. The one question Eric, and it's going to be a big, big spotlight in spring training, is Johan Rojas. What do you think of the, the young center fielder? Defensively, it's eye-popping. But offensively, in the playoffs, he really felt like he was a little bit you know, swimming in the deep end there. What do you think of Rojas, and can they carry him because of the defense, even if he doesn't hit much? Man, that is – you're not talking about somebody who's just a little bit above average on defense. You're talking about if he were to play every game – in center field, he possibly would win a platinum glove, let alone a gold glove in center field. Premium position. We're talking like Shane Victorino style out there. The issue is he did hit like Shane Victorino right-handed. Not the best. But I think in the playoffs, he kind of went away from what, ha- what gave him success in the regular season. As a young player, you can see it. His physical size is not there. Is he ever going to grow into a 15-home-run player? I don't know. You look at Bryson Stott, he's not physically imposing, but he's learned to hit the ball out of the ballpark. So as Rojas came up, I remember his first his – first, I was at the game where he got his first big league hit. It was a bunt past the pitcher. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him do that one time in the postseason. People would be like, oh, you know, Kratz loves the bunt, or <laughs> the Phillies hate the bunt. That's why it's not – no, it's about how does he – mitigate what he can't do yet in the big leagues, which is size and driving the ball, which you are just, that's all you're, you're fighting against guys in the postseason who, who 
hit the ball out of the ballpark. And when that doesn't happen, you're bringing in the best relievers, and they're going to just annihilate guys who don't do that. So you have to be able to just play your game. And I, and I think another year under his belt, I think he'll be able to make that adjustment. I think the hitting coaches and, and Topper and everybody will make that adjustment, and he'll have – I mean, he possibly could hit 300 with his speed and his ability to make contact during the regular season. You know, we were talking about earlier, like, Zach Wheeler's up for a contract, and, and he would like to get it done before the season starts. How, talk about a little bit how could that potentially be distracting if it doesn't get, get, get done or, for instance, if they decide, you know what, we're going to wait to the end of the year. Oh, man. How, how could it be distracting? I mean, it, it, you know how it is. You like if, you know, pros are pros. And Zach Wheeler's a pro. He pitches through injuries. He pitches through games where he doesn't have his best stuff. He's going to go out there and give you everything he has. And some people would say, you know, negative people would say, oh, it's going to be a team distraction. Nobody else, nobody else on the team cares if he doesn't have – he's not extended. They might be like, hey, bro, I would love to have you back this year. But in a Zach Wheeler sense, like – Think about what a Zach Wheeler on a contract year could do. Like, this dude might knuckle down and win a Cy Young this year. But mm-hmm. I see it getting done. My thing would be I'd love to see it get done in the next week because if it's not, there's still a pretty good starting pitcher out there. And if Zach doesn't want to pay to get paid by the Phillies, might as well might as well get ahead of the curve and get the best starting pitcher available unless you're going to go after Max Freed next offseason, which – I think Blake Snell is going to be cheaper than Max Freed. Whether he's better or not is is another another decision. Yeah, well, that's it's also a hedge too, right? Like if if they end up signing yep. a, a Snell or a Montgomery, they have some more leverage there in the Zach Wheeler talks. Eric Kratz joining us here as we talk some Philly spring training underway down there at Clearwater pitchers and catchers, the position players trickling in. Eric, what did you think last year? I know it was a smaller sample, but what was your uh, your observations of Bryce Harper, the first baseman? I was surprised. I, you know, I, I figured he could do it eventually because he's a great athlete. He's a catcher as a kid, out, good outfielder. But I was surprised at how quickly he seemed to take to it. I still think some of those plays, like those instinct plays to throw the ball to second, that will take time. But I, I was pretty impressed. What did you think? He's he's a super athlete. I mean, anytime some kid's going at sixteen years old, sixteen years old to go play in junior college, he's been that he's been that freak athlete for a while. He doesn't look like the smoothest first baseman over there, but he's going to work at it and he's going to figure it out. My biggest. My biggest concern, and I talked to a couple guys on the team last year, was, and it might sound, especially to Hugh, it might sound like a soft baseball player, but (laughs) that back acting up. When you're standing at first base, it is way different. And people are like, wow, what does it matter? You stand in right field. You're standing and you're moving in different directions. I hope this year now he has a full spring training to get himself in, quote, baseball shape where you can stand at first base, you can turn, you can make those stops and pivots that you don't make in the outfield, and that he can stay healthy through that. Because I think that bat kind of acted up a little bit when he was when he was going through it as he transitioned to playing first base. But as far as physical skills, he's got it. 
No, I can I, I can tell you right now, I definitely understand the whole back situation. Just going <laughs> I, I, I'm not mad at you for that. Yeah, it's some serious, serious deal. Yeah, and he's yeah. had the back issue for Eric. Or let's end with this, and we appreciate you hopping on. Of course, Eric Kratz, former Phil Now of Foul Territory. Check it out, YouTube, the podcast there. It's a really good show. Eric, I, it's like a rule on WIP. It's our, it's our favorite debate. We can't get into a season or go through it without it. So I'm going to throw it at you. Eric Kratz, you are the Phillies manager. You take over for Rob Thompson for a day. Who is your leadoff hitter? Because they've had a lot of success with Kyle Schwarber. Schwartz. But they signed Trey Turner, and a lot of people say Schwarber doesn't look like a leadoff hitter. What are we doing? Who would you lead off if you were writing out the Phillies lineup? Well, do you want to win? That's yes. That's my question. Yes, I want to win. you want to win? Kyle Schwarber. He only leads off one time a game. The first time up. He only leads off one time a game. After that, he is just coming up whenever the other guys make out. Like – that is your leadoff hitter. He's going to get 52, according to Bill James and the Sabermetricians notebook. He's going to get 52 extra at-bats a season. And at the rate that he hits home runs, I think last year it was like 12 or 13 at-bats per home run. That's four extra homers. Four. That could win you the game and put you into the playoffs or win the division. So Kyle Schwarber, hands down, don't even don't don't get it twisted. You do not want Kevin Stocker hitting leadoff ahead of Kyle Schwarber. You want the big fella with a 400 on base percentage, 360 on base percentage, whatever he is, because Trey Turner can drive him in from the parking lot. So, big Schwarbs. Love it, Eric. Appreciate you hopping on. Appreciate en- you. Enjoy uh, baseball coming back, and uh, I'll be, we'll all be checking out the podcast. Foul territory. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for having me on. I love listening, boys. There Thanks. he goes. Appreciate Eric Kratz, former Phil. How about that? Ten years in the big leagues. He knows his stuff. Kyle Schwarber, leadoff hitter. I'm gonna I, I think we should, I'm gonna steal that you one. Did, you're gonna pat yourself on the back. You like that, that one. Well, no, I'm just yeah. gonna use that every time someone fights me on it. Like, you wanna win? Schwarber. He's the leadoff hitter. Uh that a couple things are interesting there, and we'll get back to your phone calls there. He, that, the Bryce Harper first base and the one concern he has about his back, because I think the idea, Hugh, is Bryce will be healthier at first base, mm-hmm. right? He hurt his arm throwing from the outfield. First base could be a little bit easier on his body as he ages, but that was an interesting perspective. It's, it's, you know, he's had back issues and it's way more movement. You're always moving at first base. Yeah. In the outfield, you could just stand around for a while. Yeah. And 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 being able to 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 like bend down and you know standing there and being the quick jerky movements. Yeah, that could be a little bit of issue. And that and, and to his point, that's not that's not being soft. I mean, we all have like you know professional athletes. The back issues are some of the biggest issues that you have when you're playing professional yeah. sports. Well, so, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, that's it's kind of the under-the-radar thing about Bryce because he's had big issues, right, the elbow and he got hit and all that stuff. But that back thing's been like a just a thing for years. Hopefully it's all good there. All right, 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. You can react to what Eric said, especially the Schwarber thing. I mean, he gets it. He's the leadoff hitter for this team, even though Howard's, Makes sense to me. Howard's wrong on that one. I mean, we know. So, what do we think? Tomorrow when Howard has uh, Topper on at 8 o'clock, is he I'm going to, to say that, that – Schwarbs is not leading. No, he's going to try to convince him it's Stott and Turner. You know, Power is an ass. Yeah, I mean, we know that. And I'm, I imagine Rob Thompson will take his lineup once he gives it to him. And once the interview ends, what do you think he's going to do with that lineup? He's going to keep it in his office or uh, crumple it? Crumple and throw it away. He's going to use know. it as a suggestion See? and then keep it moving. I think he's going to be very nice about it. Yeah, well, he'll be nice. Offers a gentleman. Yeah, being nice and actually using it, that's a different thing. All right, lot to discuss here. Eagles Super Bowl window, is it still open? And if the Phillies can make one more big move, should it be to go out and get another player? Eric Kratzer at Blake Snell. We haven't talked about him in a while. He's also still available. Montgomery, Bellinger, or is it to re-sign 
Zach Wheeler. Of course, it's also a tri-day Friday here. We are looking for things today, a food combination, odd or different food combo that Hugh and I should try this weekend. Best answer, the one that piques our interest the most, four pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show. It is officially our first tri-day on the show. Can we hear a little intro for tri-day? So Battle Cook this one up. Uh, let's hear this. Uh, I'm not, now, I'm wondering when I play this if you're going to know the reference. So Let's see. Here's the tri-day intro. I, I I I I can understand it, but I can't play. Ring, is it ringing a bell? It's ringing for you? a bell. But what it is sound it? Like it might be some Taylor Swift stuff. Well, maybe. So I guess uh, it's, po- it's a popular the, thing. Like that was a song that came out. The artist, her name was Rebecca Black. Okay. Uh, tw- oh wow, twelve years ago now. So that's I think he's sort of playing off of this. Do you have the real song? I have. Yeah. Let me try to get to it right here. I mean, it would. This I was, can hear it, but I can't place. The, when this I, came out, it was like it was a big crushed one? as like maybe like the worst song. Okay. In history. Let's hear it. I hate it already. <laughs> I mean, just wait till you hear it start. Like she's singing a. Uh, like her, how her, her day gets started. so bad. I remember this song. It, it kind of like annoyingly gets stuck in your head the more you listen to oh, it. Oh, it's, yeah, like, and the, the hook, I mean, my goodness. But I get why he would use it. It works for the Tri-Day thing. Sure does. Yep. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, I, I like what Battle does. Battle cleaned okay. it up, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a terrible song. So... <laughs> You like? Are you in on the intro, or does Battle the, have to I'm, make no, another? No, I'm, I'm in, in on the no, intro. No, no, no. I'm fine with it, but I'm just. Saying it's kind of catchy. Song. The intro, yeah. That's terrible. I'm, I'm out on the song. Though. No more. No more. I can't, we, yeah. We're gonna hurt people's ears with the song. Yeah, he's playing. Now. Yeah, he's no, playing. yeah, he is. He plays. There yeah. it is. That, that that's yeah. It's now it's stuck <laughs> in my head. What are you doing to me? All right, let's let's get back to everyone. It's a try day. No, oh not, my gosh, yeah. it's awful. It is. All right, try day. Best answer today. Four pack of tickets to go to the A.C. Boat Show. All right, Terry's in Delaware talking about this Eagles Super Bowl window. What's up, Terry? Hey, guys, can you hear me? Gotcha, what Terry. What Terry? All right, cool. All right, thanks for taking the call, uh, gentlemen, ladies. Um, ladies. The window. <laughs> I got some food stuff. got some food stuff put on the window. I think it's closed. I mean, I don't think you get in without breaking the glass because if they lose Fletcher, if they lose Brandon, maybe Kelsey – and this guy Jurgens just doesn't look like he's got it. And the other thing that worried me at the end of the season was, uh, you know, you used to see Brady throw the through the Microsoft surf, surface of breaking stuff all the time. And at the last few games, I didn't see uh, I didn't see Jalen over there looking at the at, at the, the last plays with anybody from the uh, the offense or trying to see what what happened. Yeah, he looked like a zombie down the stretch of the season. I, I don't know it's what bad. Terry. I don't know what happened, and I I don't want to say he didn't care because I think he cares about winning a lot. But something happened where it just felt like something. he was mentally not where he needed to be. Yep. And my other thought, I'm not a I'm not a football guy or a baseball guy. I mean, I couldn't couldn't pay it if you if you pay me, but I couldn't play if you pay me. But I think back. I'm old enough. I think back to the days. Maybe they need a good running back again because you know when they had Brian Westbrook in there. You were never worried. Once that ball in his hands, I was never worried. Well, never. They, yeah, they could use a, a better playmaker there. I think Swift is fine, but they could use another guy. Terry, give us a a, a, a combination here, food combo we should try. All right, I'm, I'm going to hit it at the end because you took me down to two, but try Philippine barbecue. It's got all four flavors. You got brown sugar, you got soy, you got garlic, and you got apple cider vinegar or um, 
or wine in there, but you marinate it, you, you, you skewer up pork tenderloin, and then you take it um, and uh, soak, it, soak it two days, marinate it two days, Philippine barbecue, and then skewer it and put it on a charcoal grill. But hey, I, the, here, here's my deal. Here's my two, because you what took you me to two on it. Mm-hmm. But you, you, and you were talking about mustard and, 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 and ketchup as a cover for food. I had That's what got me to call, man. I'm out here running errands, trying not to hit something. But anyway... The old Stickney and Poor is a red mustard, man. You can't even find it anymore. I wish Engelhofer would make it. But red mustard? Red, it's a reddish-type mustard, and you can only find it in little Kahneman packets. My, my girls and my, my ex and I, we went down to Delaware State Park, Fort Delaware, and you go out there and ride on out there, and they had Stickney and Poor. It's an old Boston formula from, like, the late 1800s, early 1900s. It's a reddish-type mustard. It is killer, killer. Oh, but here's my go-to. Here's my go-to. What so you, you were talking about macaroni and somebody putting something on it to cover it up. Yeah, ketchup. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hold on, hold on a little. I agree with you on that. Ketchup only belongs on uh, your fries, your uh, scrambled eggs, and your uh, stuff. But anyway, you take macaroni and cheese, put some stewed tomatoes in that. That's like that's like firehouse fireman um, cooking. Oh, my God. It is so good. Y'all ever had that? I haven't. Mac and cheese with the some stewed, toma- tomatoes. stewed no. tomatoes. I would try that, Terry. With, 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 with stewed tomatoes. Maybe five parts macaroni, one part stewed tomato. I'm, I'm oh, how about that? You, Terry even gave us the five parts, one part. Terry, that's a good phone call. Terry, man, we appreciate it. So we got the uh, mac and cheese and the stewed tomatoes. And I guess the Philippine barbecue was just an idea for you. Uh, just which one do uh, I write down? Uh, I Red think mustard, Philippine barbecue? Uh, he, or, uh... he offered a lot there. I think mac and cheese with the stewed yes. tomatoes. Yeah, Hugh, I mean, he, he realized it's a long weekend. You could get your uh, Philippine barbecue stuff going. You need two days to marinate. You want a qu- See, Hugh wants a quick fix. He wants the long play on the Eagles defense, quick fix with his food. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't have that kind of time, man. You do. Stewing, you have doing tomatoes. you got a three-day weekend. No. I mean, but I'm, I'm kind of want something like the pizza. I can order the pizza and get some mustard. Okay. Boom. Try that. <laughs> uh, mu- uh, peanut butter on a burger. Boom. So he's factoring that. convenience into this. That's what I'm saying. You okay. have to. I mean, like, well, y'all talking about stuff that I can't do because I ain't even got a place to stay yet. But you know that, what I mean? That, but that's not our last caller's you're, fault. You're, <laughs> yeah, it is not his fault. But y'all acting like I actually have, a, like I'm actually settled. I still got boxes in the front room where I'm at. I'm, I'm, well, I don't even have a home yet. You got to take care I'm of that. I'm trying to take care of that. It's the off season. Yeah, I'm trying to take care of that. Um, I did look I up comfortable, this red mustard thing. I am intrigued by the idea of red mustard. I've never seen it in a store. I think you got to go. Red mustard. No, red mustard. Never heard of that. I'm in. I mean, I, I, again, I'm, I like mustard a lot. I'm in. David's in Germantown. What's up, David? Hey, good afternoon, fellas. What's How up, you doing? Hey, David. What's, what's up? On, man? I got a question, and Hugh mentioned this, I think, a couple days ago about players and what goes on in the locker room. So you recall Steve Wilkes getting fired, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, by the Niners. Not, yeah, he got gay. Like, like, now, that was a bad – he got Like, he, like it was, was his bad. fault. Like, it was his right, fault. Right, right. Now, now my, before you go thing, on, David, my guess is that was probably a year-long thing that there was something going on there. I can't imagine he got fired just for just for the game, one game. <laughs> he probably did. Well, if he wins the Super Bowl, does he stay? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, probably, but I don't know. See, and that goes to my loyalty in the locker room. Because if Sirianni's the head coach, Right now, he's you were a player, right? So yes. if he was the head, okay, if yeah. he was the head coach, what is his title now? What does the head coach get involved in? If you got a coordinator calling plays on offense, so you got a defense. What does the head coach motivator? Do? He motivates. He people. comes up with the flower speeches. 
so his title is the does pregnant he have pause, any though. Any, <laughs> yeah. The pregnant does he pause have any, for me. <laughs> no, I know it was a joke, but does he have any coaching input is my question. Like, when you come in the locker room, like, oh, that's Coach. Hey, Coach, how you doing? I know, you know, David, I have no idea. I mean, I, I, I would I, imagine would, his, think so. his big thing is going to be game day. Four downs, punt, not punt, field goal, decisions. Is, yeah. Is he scripting, is he scripting plays? Is he, is I doubt I, it. I think he's in the offensive meeting helping okay. figure out how to – to attack defenses, but I don't even know if he's doing that because yeah, he might bring the sandwiches in the cheese. I don't steaks. know, man, because it didn't look like like all jokes aside, right. like they didn't look like they played to any of the teams that they played against weakness at any point. Arizona Cardinals came in here, one of the worst run defenses in the league. Throw it all day, threw it all day, damn day long. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't understand that. But his play calling to me just looks like it's mediocre, like it's on a high school type level. It just There's looks no like, hey, we're gonna of... do this. Hey, well, right. this didn't work. Let's do that. It kind of looked like that. I get you. I got it. Like it's scripted. All right. So with that being said, I was gonna talk baseball, but the Phillies don't. We and I'm a baseball guy. I don't think. Did you see the Dodgers payroll? Not even a pay. You see who the Dodgers got? Otani and Yamamoto. Yeah, and Glass now. Yeah, they got a lot. They're they are loaded. I... They're loaded. There's no way we win. There's no way. Well, there's a win. way, but it's, but the Dodgers are the favorite. Ain't throughout. And Nan first pitch, and we already dead in the yeah, water. Yeah, no, they're not dead. Wow. They got they got a real chance. <laughs> David, give us a, a food combo we should try. What do you got? All right. Hugh might agree with this. I got two, but I'll give you the main one. I just ate this last night. Pig's feet and potato salad. No. And hot sauce. No. Woo! No. No. Ain't nobody eating no pig's feet. Man, we've come too no, far. No, pickles in a jar. I know no. that. But in a we, no. Listen, David. No. We've come too far to be eating pig's feet. No. No, no, no. No. Oh, that's a flat no for David. No. We ain't eating no pig's feet. No. Wow, I'm not even writing that down. No. Not at Black History Month. No, we ain't eating no pig's feet. No. You will get no argument from me. No, I'm out. About, man, I'm listen, out when I was younger, and my dad is from the deep, he's from Brownsville, Tennessee. God rest his soul. This man used to lay in the bed. <laughs> And had this big ass jar of pig's feet, uh, and 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 it, what's the other one? They call it uh, hoghead cheese. <laughs> oh, have you ever heard of? Ho- have any of y'all ever heard of hoghead <laughs> no, cheese? I have Somebody's not. listening right now. Know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what hoghead cheese is? Uh, no. And I did not know what it was. It's basically all the pig parts ground up, and they put like peppers in it and all this other stuff. And they used the gelatin from the pig Ugh. to make it into like a, a like a gel. And my dad used to sit there with crackers and eat this hog head <laughs> cheese. And I and 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 I think back on that and I'm like, hell's no. I'm I'm not eating no hog. You're I'm talking me into this. No hog head cheese. It's, gelatin. It sounds similar to like scrapple. How scrapples made. And I love no. scrapple, man. No, we've come too far as a people to be eating. Man, I'm not. Pig's feet. Pig's feet, oh, no. And potatoes out. All right, 215-592-9494 as people try to hold down their lunch as you went through that whole thing. <laughs> All right, is this Super Bowl window still open for the Eagles? I don't think it is. Who does? And Wheeler or another free agent? What should the Eagles, uh, Philly, excuse me, prioritize now in spring training? When we come back, two potential 2024 Eagles are hitting the free agent mark. We got some big NFL news here and I have an edict I got to lay down for the Eagles. It's, it's a it's a simple rule for Howie for the entire offseason. That's next midday show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership 
with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel app. This is FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Yeah, it is a try day. It is. And we've got some unbelievable suggestions here. Pig's feet and potato salad. You're not, not doing no pig's feet, man. <laughs> we are I'm, not. I'm, oh, my gosh. It's awful. thoroughly triggered right now. <laughs> we got Hugh in here on the break having childhood flashbacks. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not eating that. Man, when I tell you, my dad used to, from the rooter to the tutor, that was my pops, man. And I, I used to sit back. And we used to be up there, and, and when I started, like, looking at the ingredients, I'm like, nah, dog, this is just too much. It's too much. How smelling like poop because we, we cooking chili. <laughs> and then when I figured out, I'm like, no, uh-uh, no. Oh, don't worry about that. They have, you don't eat it. They have vegan chitlins now, so don't worry about Man, that. Ain't nobody, see, y'all, now, nah, y'all, the vegetables, y'all need to stop with the chitlins. I'm not eating vegan that either. chitlins, now, nah, that's just ridiculous. No, that is ridiculous. All right, lots to do today. We'll get back to everyone's phone calls. Is the Eagles Super Bowl window still open? I don't think it is. We got a quarterback that I'm not even sure is top 10 right now. A coach who everyone fired a month ago. I got the best defender out seeking trades. I got the best offensive lineman shirtless at a playoff game and playing <laughs> yeah. poker. Like, what are we doing here? And this Living is, his best life, That's man. fine. Hanging he, out with Gilly the Kid. Shout out to Gilly. That's yeah. great. He's half retired. And you guys are trying to sell me at a Super Bowl window is open. I don't see it. And with the Phillies, Wheeler or go out and use the money right now on another player, like a, you know Blake Snell, who Eric Kratz brought up with us, or Jordan Montgomery, or even a Cody Bellinger, 215-592-9494. And your suggestions here for Tri-Day, the best answer today, four-pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show. But we got some NFL news going on right now. It's that, you know what time it is in the NFL calendar? Veterans get cut, right? Yeah. Free agency starts a month, uh, three weeks from now. But the vets get cut. Yeah. And there's two names out there, one very big, one relatively big. But, but both of them have me thinking about the Eagles in one sense or the other. All right, let's start with the very big name. Hugh, guess who was just suspended for PEDs, and it's going to void his contract? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. If you had had asked me to guess a quarterback that's using PEDs, I would not have guessed Jimmy Garoppolo. See, this is the thing with with the PED thing. That that is something that that spectrum is wide. Could be a supplement. That could be Sudafed. That could be something that you got over the counter because they widen that. Because a lot of times we used to take uh, Sudafed, before the game because it, it helped it, it opened up your airways mm. or whatever. And you should take it to breathe. And, and so now the NFL has thrown all of that under the PED, PED umbrella. He's also had back issues, so who knows what kind of thing, yeah. what he was taking there. Um, he's going to be released by the Raiders. Hugh, I am intrigued by the idea of Jimmy G as a backup here next year. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that, that would be something that I, I think that you have to, if you're being smart, you got to do your due diligence and see how that could potentially fit with this squad. So, yeah, I hear you. I hear you on that. I would take him. Now, I'm not paying him a lot of money, but I, the, the Eagles have spent a lot of time over the years prioritizing backup quarterback. They, and they always seem to like to get got, you know, go after players that at one point were, were something in the NFL. You know, Gardner Minshew was a starter in Jacksonville, came here as a backup. Joe Flacco, although it lasted very quickly here, was a great, you know, a tremendous starter or a really good starter, Super Bowl champion, ended up as a backup here. Nick Foles, like we, they've been doing this forever. Jeff Garcia, Garcia. I, I would take Garoppolo. I know the last couple of years have gone bad for him, but I'm not asking him to be a starter. 
I'm asking him to come in if Jalen Hurts gets banged up and play a few games here. And he's not that old. I think Jimmy G was drafted in 2014. So, we're you know, he's probably about 33. I'll, I'll check it out now. But, mm-hmm. Hugh, I, if if he needs a team and he's out there, I because I, I'm done with Mariota. I don't want him back here next year. No, I, I think, think you're with me on that. Back. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I, I mean, I think he's a comparable or uh, a competent backup, I would say. So, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. He's 32 years old. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in on that. All right, so Jimmy G suspended uh, for two games, but really the story is the Raiders are going to move on and cut him. Jimmy G is going to be out there as a free agent. I would look into that as a backup for the Eagles next year. Here's the other one. Eddie Jackson, safety for the Bears cut yesterday. He used to play under Vic Fangio. Hugh, the Eagles need safety help. What's your thought on Eddie Jackson? I would take a fly on him just to see. I mean, I'm pretty sure being cut, it wouldn't cost a lot of money. I think right now we're in a position in a situation where we got to try to get guys that are going to come in and play the defense the way that we needed to be played. Because I think that was a big problem with the defense last year is that we had a lot of guys out there that, that admittedly freelanced. We don't need that right now. We need some guys that are going to come in and help try to right this ship on the defensive side of the ball. All right, I'm out on Eddie Jackson. And, I, and there's one reason. I have, I have a new rule, Hugh, for the offseason. Oh, geez. Here no, we go. I have a rule. I, I just It's my rule, and it's the simple guiding light for how we end the offseason. And th- this excludes backup quarterback because that's a little different. I don't want any guys over the age of 30. He Why not? Because they're old. And they can't run like, anymore. So like old people. Well, I learned it from you. You're the one that wants to play all the young guys. <laughs> I do no, want to play the young guys. Last year's secondary. Think about just let's go through the names. Darius Slay. Yes. Over 30. Yes. Bradbury. 30. Yes. Uh, Bayard. Over 30. Who'd they sign? Who was that guy off the street? Roby? Bradley Roby? Over 30. Yeah. They're all, they were all old. Well, like, you, I, I'm, I don't have a problem playing old guys that can still play or, or old guys that are competent enough. And plus, at the safety position, I mean, that's kind of different than playing like a corner. Sure. Or something like that. So, I, I mean, I would, I would be willing to take a chance on that. I just, can I just get a younger secondary? I just don't want old guys, especially in the secondary. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Plus, we did because it because we've 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 been down that route. I mean, it was, it was a retirement home last year. Darius Leonard came in, Julio Jones came in, Bradley Roby. I mean, not all the old guys. Julio was pretty productive though. If down the stretch, when you asked him to do more, well, he, had, than he was supposed he to be. He had two doing. touchdowns in the Cardinal game. Yeah, he was. He was for what he is. He was pretty productive though. Does this only apply to starters, though? Because Jimmy Garoppolo is 32. Yes, yes, it's starters. And a backup quarterback is its own unique. Me- meaningful snaps. Yes, you're right. And especially after the Flacco thing last year, I can't turn down a good backup. That, that's a fun story. So I'm in on Garoppolo as a potential backup. I'm out on these old defensive players. I, I want players under the age of 30. KCJ in the Poconos. What's up, KCJ? What's going on, fellas? How you doing, on, buddy? How you doing? Hey, Hugh, I'm just sitting here in a parking lot for the last hour and ten minutes on hold in the uh, Audi RS Q8. That's what it is. There That's it what is. it is. Wow. Yeah. So you had, you had, so you know what I'm talking about when I, I talk know about what you're that. Talking about, bro. Because it has the same parts as the, the the Lamborghini yours. Yeah, they got the same parts. And it's about a hundred thousand dollars cheaper, and it's it it, it, it walks way the dog, better, bro. It's way better. Does it walk the dog though? This thing gets up. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That, yeah, right. yeah. He he just gave let's, me goosebumps when he said that. Here, I, I couldn't get, think of the name of it, but yeah, that's what it let's is. Let's get in. Let's get into it. I got a couple things real quick. The, the, my food, it's easy. Everyone goes with the Hawaiian pizza. You got to scratch the ham. You put pineapple on. I mean, you put pineapple chunks with um, uh, pepperoni because you get the spice and the coolness. It's delicious. 
but the chunks need to be baked in the oven on the pie at the same time so they get a little brown. So would you do would you do them the whole time? Like if you're baking the pie yourself, would you put them in for the whole time or like t- 10 minutes in, 7 minutes in, do you throw the pineapple yeah, in then? You, you, you got the pie already made. And then okay. you throw it in and you heat it up and then, you know, you boil it or broil it. And then your pineapple gets a little brown. I'm telling you, it's delicious. It uh, so like let's it. let's talk about this. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, somebody that was on display that I think will fit the Eagles perfectly, William Gay. Willie Gay. The Chiefs aren't going to resign him. He, we, he's just we we can't. We we gotta we gotta get Snead and we gotta get Jones. So Willie Gay is going to be out there. I think that's a linebacker the Eagles could use. I like that. And and uh, what is he? Twenty six, twenty seven. He's he's not yeah, thirty he's yet. Because coming off his he's just yeah. coming off his rookie deal. He's in four years in the league. Because I have but a new they, rule. I don't want any defenders over thirty. I'm out on that. I got, I got two more. I got Shows two more things, please. <laughs> I got two more things, please. What you got, man? Like the, the the window could be open for the Eagles in the NFC because there's four or five teams there. But let's not get this twisted. Andy Reid's going out next year. And he's and, and the Chiefs are going all in to be the first team to win three in a row, and then Andy's going to retire, and Eric Bieniemy's going to be the head coach. That's that's what my prediction. But here, Hugh, if yes. you're ever in, if you're ever in, um, like the Allentown region, you love bacon, right? Love bacon. Love bacon. The best bacon I've ever had in my life. I had breakfast next to Chaz Palminteri here. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sunny. <laughs> I was going to lock the door and tell him, now you can't leave. But I didn't say nothing to him because he was intimidating. Uh, I sat next to him at the at the booth. Uh-huh. Um, it's called the Powderborn. It's a gun club. They shoot pheasants there. They they raise pheasants there. Uh-huh. And Sonny was there. They got, uh, listen, write it down, Powderborn, if you're ever up in the area. It's right outside of Emmaus. Uh-huh. Right outside of Emmaus, Pennsylvania, uh, on the outskirts of Allentown. Um Get the farmer's omelet, which is all your meats wrapped up in in your uh, cheese and eggs and stuff with sausage gravy on top, and then get a side of bacon. You will not be disappointed. That bacon is almost like a half inch thick and it's straight. They press it with a with a Ooh, weight. Press bacon. Oh, dude, dude, I'm telling you, it's worth the drive. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I like think bacon. he was planning his trip for I tomorrow like, morning. I like, I like bacon. <laughs> bacon is. I'm so telling good. you, you you go home with a pound of it. Yeah, like two bacon. pounds of it. Yeah, bacon. KCJ, awesome. good call there. And I like I like the Willie Gay idea for the Eagles as a linebacker, free agent, twenty six years old. Um, he said something about Andy that the Chiefs are going to attempt. I mean, uh, Kelsey said it right after the game. The three peat. It's pretty incredible in all the great teams in NFL history, right? You go through any of the years, like the Steelers in the seventies, Niners, Cowboys, Patriots. No team has ever won three straight Super Bowls. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah I think. I think, and this is not a slight on the tight end, but I think they need to go out and get another tight end. I think they need to do that because I think if they got out, say for instance, if the the Chiefs went out and got a Brock Bowers, and they had Brock Bowers because Brock Bowers is like six seven, and they had Kelsey, <laughs> that would be that would be a tough. Well, they have and they'd have the replacement for whenever he is done yes, in a couple he, years. Because I feel like like Travis is still playing at a high level, but. We saw times during the course of the year where he looked like he fell off just a little bit. Yeah, he was able to you know turn, I mean? turn it yeah, back yeah, onto the yeah. playoffs. But, I mean, to have, like, if, if I'm Big Red, if I'm looking for another weapon, Brock Bowers would be the guy, the Georgia tight end, that I would try to go get because he's big. I mean, there's other tight ends out there, but that's the one that comes to mind readily because I watched him play as a freshman. And to see his oh, development. Oh, he's different. Yeah, he's a big guy. 
he's almost in that, you know, calling ba- like not baby Gronk, but in that in that vein. Yeah. And as we've seen, tight ends factor huge. Well, look at look, into the game. Look at Laporta, the rookie this year for Detroit. Yeah, he was a star right away. So I know history says the Chiefs won't do it. If you ask me right now, who's going to win the Super Bowl next year? I would say the Chiefs. I, I know the Niners are the favorite to do it. Uh, you know, to come out of the NFC, obviously you're going to have a little better odds than coming out of the AFC, but. The Chiefs have a great shot. I think they'll be better next year. They, they, they were they were really young on defense. And, I mean, that's not far fetched to say. And they it's could be, not. and they have the best quarterback by a mile. They'll they have a real chance to be the first team in NFL history to win three in a row. And boy, that would add to the Andy stuff, right? The idea of him as one of the great, or if the greatest coach ever, he's yeah. the only coach to ever win three in a row. Definitely, definitely, no question about that. <sighs> All right, let's go to Dukes and Delco. What's up, Dukes? So what's going on, guys? Happy Friday. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Happy Tri-Day, Dukes. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Nothing. Just, you know, enjoying this beautiful day, listening to you guys. Always always a good Friday. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the whole Wheeler thing you guys are talking about. What are you thinking on Wheeler? I mean, I think I'm signing him all day long. Not even a question. So, yeah, I look, I think we all want him back, Dukes. It's just I would love to go get another player, and then I'll try to – I'll wait on the Wheeler thing. Like, I, I do want to bring him back, but it's – you know, if they could get a Bellinger in here or another player, I, I just – I think they could use one more player before what we is, get to opening day. Give me some insight. What's uh, what's the deal with uh, Trevor Bauer? Is he coming back? What do you think? Well, he wants uh, he got to. a lot going on, man. And yeah. I think that, that kind of scares a lot of people away. Yeah, he's okay. he's trying yeah. to get back in. Um, I know he was he did an interview in New York, basically, you know, on the radio station up there, saying he wants to play. He'll play for the league minimum. Um, he was tweeting someone recently in Philadelphia saying he he would love to play for. So he wants to play, Dukes. It's a yeah. matter of if teams are willing to you know sign him, take a chance. And if we could sign, if we could sign Wheeler, give him his money that he deserves, because you know he's he's part of the culture here. You know, he's he's set in stone here. Oh, he's um, great. I think, uh, and then maybe get Bauer on that league minimum if, if some of that stuff you know settles down that he's got going on yeah so i know one of the be, cases uh, did settle but there's a couple more i think out there so maybe teams are waiting on that dukes give us a, a food combination we should try this weekend all right so I, I know you guys are big bacon fans so i got a little tasty treat for you i like bacon too. we're I gonna do we're gonna do bacon peanut butter mayo on some toast Oh, that's too much. You're doing too much. Oh, I'm telling you, don't knock it till you try it, bro. That's just a lot. Sounds delicious, I got you on this. So so here's what's interesting. Peanut butter and bacon, that works. Mayonnaise and bacon obviously works if you do that on, like, the BLT type of thing. So we know that combination works, but I never had the bacon and the mayo and the peanut butter together. You you put them together, it's like 4th of July, brother. How about that? I like that one. I don't know the mayo, man. Dudes, we appreciate you. I'm writing that one down. I don't know about that. He's like he said it's like the Fourth of July. Uh, I mean, I like bacon Fireworks. and mayo, but then when you add that peanut butter aspect, that's just too much. Uh, you never, so you never had bacon and peanut butter? No, I've had a bacon sandwich with mayo on it with mustard. But you never had bacon and peanut butter? No. Oh, it goes. See, y'all doing, y'all just doing too much, man. I, I'll be that. I'll be the chicken. Ain't eat no pig's feet either. <laughs> that yeah, I'm out on it. You're not a chicken <laughs> for that. No, no, I'm not. Now, the the head, hogs had cheese. I was enticed. Yeah, you you seriously? Yeah, that yeah. piqued your interest. Yeah, it did. I'm the into hog- that kind of nah, stuff, man. Nah, yeah. nah, the hog- so nah, you would dip bro. crackers in and like that. That got me. Yeah, he, he, Kyle was like, I think he's searching where to buy this stuff. I'm looking up hogs at G's. No, yeah. you go to a butcher and ask. I, I, they might call it something else up here, but it was called hoghead cheese, where I'm from. And no, you don't want that, dog. You don't. <laughs> you don't want that in your mouth. Let's go to Mike at Cherry Hill. What's up, Mike? Hey, you guys hear me okay? We got you, Mike. What's up? All right, cool, cool. All right, so here it is. So this is from Bye. Um, he said, get a warm apple pie or even hot, I guess, whatever. And you put a slice of uh, cheddar cheese on top. Eat it that way. Sweet and salty. 
Cheddar cheese on apple pie? Yes, sir. Cheddar you cheese. Got it. No, I've seen people do that in the restaurant. Like, like they'll put cheese. I, I don't. I've never had that. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. But what kind of cheese are we talking? Cheddar. Cheddar. Okay, che- cheddar. Okay, I could. <clears throat> I could probably do the that. The yellow, the yellow yeah. one. That's what I'm. That was like a mild or a sharp cheddar. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what, what, that's what I, I would. Th- I would think mild. Sharp might, might overpower everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll give it to you on that one with the mild. Yeah. yeah all right. Said, yeah. We're I'm in. To... I'll try that, that one. Sounds like he cut us some slack there. Like <laughs> he would have gone sharp. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to overpower it. All right, Mike. Give us a, 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 your thought on the Eagles. Is this Super Bowl window open? No, it's not. Nope, it's not. I don't think so. You know, I I hate to. Uh, agree with the guy who called, but you know this is the seventh offense that uh, Jalen is working with here. So I don't know. I just don't think not this year anyway. Well, you know, but Mike, that's an interesting perspective too. That it may take him a year, them a year, to figure out like get all on the same page. Like that's you know we don't know when this offense is going to click. And Mike, we uh, appreciate the phone call. I disagree with that. You know why? Because we've seen Jalen at his best. I mean, it's not like. We're we're dealing with a rookie and we're trying to tailor our offense to him. I've seen we've seen Jalen with the RPO and things of that nature and how he's progressed. We saw him last year when the offense was opened up enough for, that allowed him to grow as a passer. I think that if if Kellen Moore is doing his job, he marries the two in some way, shape, or form. So he probably can, and I, I think he's good enough to do it. But we the best we've ever seen Jalen was his second year in the same offense, right? He had Steichen for two straight years, and then that's when it really clicked. That would be next year. That, that's, you know, that's two years from now if Moore stays around. Yeah, but I, I feel like, that, like for me, and when I think about this, this ain't, this ain't rocket science. You look at what Jalen was good at, and now a part of this has to do with, you know, whether or not he's healthy enough to do it because, you know, there's some, still some speculation on his knee and all this other stuff in the RPO game. But there are certain aspects and concepts that they ran over the last two seasons that he should be familiar with. You just need to get the personnel. Like, you need to get the running back back there that that he's comfortable with. The biggest thing that you have to do this year is to get this thing back on track is to do what you were good at. And I know that's kind of hard to to imagine because the only thing we were good at is the tush push consistently. Mm. But there were certain plays that we saw where there were flashes of Jalen's brilliance. Like, there was a couple of times that they ran the slam with A.J. that I was like, why don't we do more of that? You know what I mean? Or some screen plays. And, and we all obviously know last year the bread and butter was the RPO. So there are things and there are concepts that even – you don't even have to change the terminology. And the good thing about it, Joe, is that everybody that's in this offense is familiar with the plays. Like, the, the thing – this is one of those situations where I feel like whatever – Coach Moore's terminology is the easiest way to fix this is to kind of adapt to what we already know in mm. a sense. Like you can still run Mary, your offense, yeah, yeah, but adapt to what like the terminology and the concepts that that Jalen understands to help him get up to speed a little bit better. That like the round pair and the square hole, square hole thing that coaches like to do. I don't think we need to do that in the situation. Well, and we right don't have there. time for that. It, no, if, we ain't got time. If we trying to, we talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, if they want to be that, you know, sometimes it does take a while. And then on top of that, Coach Moore is auditioning for. The, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> you cut What is wrong with him? Yeah, he's probably auditioning for the head coaching job. I'm so sure you want to try to come in and do the best job quickly 
It's possible that you can. By the way, I'm on the Wikipedia for hoghead cheese over here. This stuff looks gross. Man, yeah, I'm, I'm out on it after oh, I Google it. The, it looks disgusting. You, the parts of the head use vary and may include the tongue and sometimes the feet and the heart. Man, listen. How's no sound? It's disgusting. used to sit there. I'm out. And as a young man, because I didn't know what it was, and he used to eat it up because they put the peppers in it and everything. Yeah. It was the part of the, the, the pig that nobody else ate. And when I when I start with when I start realizing and reading about what it was, I was like, "No, nah, dog, you good, you good." <laughs> you, and then that's, that's when I you. that's when I did that's when I started acting funny. <laughs> you got brand new with your I pops. Got, I got brand new. And he's like, "Come on, have some hot get cheese." All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We got a lot to hit in the one o'clock hour. Your phone calls. We're looking for the uh, the best, most unique. Fun combination here, a food combo we could try this weekend. The best one, the one that intrigues us the most, four-pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show coming out February 28th through March 3rd. Eagle Super Bowl window, window, I don't think it's open anymore. I think it has closed here. And Wheeler or another big-time player? What's the Phillies prioritize doing with their money before we get to the start of the season? And when we get back in this 1 o'clock hour, we will play for you. We dug up some audio. From when Hugh was in Jacksonville and he was released. This is real audio, not a joke. We found it. We'll hit it in the 1 o'clock hour. And the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game is tonight. Kyle's going to look at the names of the participants. And will Hugh and I recognize the name of any of them? Specifically me? I'm going to guess no. We'll hit that next. 215-592-9494. It is the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Unleash your inner Viking. You can win a trip to Norway for you and three friends to see a heart live at the four-day festival, tons of rock, airfare, hotel, VIP tickets, and a $500 gift card and more. This epic getaway is made possible by the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe, equipped for adventure. Enter now, odyssey.com slash Santa Fe, to enter for your chance to win. Welcome back, Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillian, you guys with us. 215-592-9494. That gets you aboard here as we discuss the Eagles Super Bowl window. Is it still open? I don't believe so, as we discussed it today. Hugh does. Uh, look, and I think most people today, it's, it's actually split. I, I looked at the Twitter poll. We'll get to it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, more people there said yes, but I feel like on the phone lines, it's pretty split. A lot of people say no, it is not open, which just goes to show you how people feel about this football team entering the offseason, and of course, Zach Wheeler, the Phillies are talking to him and trying to get a deal done, but they could pause that to go, you know, get a Jordan Montgomery, mm, get no. a Cody Bellinger. No, you need to go and take care of that man. Yeah, he wants to go make sure they get Wheeler done. I'm, I'll pause that. I'll go spend the money right now to add to this team, and we have a four-pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show on the line, the uh, most intriguing, best, most interesting food combination that Hugh and I should try this weekend. We've gotten some really interesting ones. I mean, really, some of them – I, when we started to say, I, I I could probably give guess some of the ones we would have heard, but you know that pig's feet and potato salad that really brought Hughes' memories back there. That that one got us. No, I can't do that. No, <laughs> can't do that. Large a pizza with mustard. No, I, I can roll with that one. That was okay. Yeah, the fig marmalade on the uh, burger. Uh, I mean, I'm I've never had fig marmalade, but I'm I'm open to it. I'm open to it. The bacon mayo and. Um, Bacon, mayo, and peanut butter, the combination. We have some good ones. We want to hear yours. 215-592-9494. All right, let's go to Fury in Delco. What's up, Fury? Hey, how you doing? Good, Fury. What's up today? First time caller. It's pretty cool. Well, we appreciate you listening appreciate you calling, and man. calling us up. What, what, what's on your mind? 
Uh, well, I got a professional development day as a teacher, so getting a lot of grading done, so that's good. But, that's, uh, where, that's what my wife's doing right now. So uh, I, I, I uh, respect all the teachers. Professional development. What is that? It's kind of like, am I describing it right, Fury, where the kids are off from school, you have to go, but it's like a different kind of day where you do other different oh, things. Oh, you just, like, catch up on yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we got meetings, too, yeah. so we, we do a bunch of stuff, yeah. Gotcha. And gotcha. call so us. Good. That's how you know it's a good day. Exactly, exactly. So what are so you I thinking about the Eagles? combination. Oh, okay, G- give, uh, us a, Eagles, yeah, yeah, Eagles. give us Eagles uh, and then we'll get the food. No problem. Eagles, uh, they got to execute. I mean, they're all professional athletes. You know, it's, it's a chess game out there. Who would know that? And they got to perform. They're all capable of doing it. I just think they got to perform. I don't think they should wait. I should, they should go on. There's too many factors involved. Injuries, everything else. Go all in. Get it done. So you're saying, like, no pause year. Don't wait a year. I mean, you got to no, keep uh... absolutely not. Well, nope. the, the interesting part about that, Fury, is that they – we'll see what they do, right? We'll see where they go and who stays and who goes. But Jalen Hurts is only, you know, relatively cheap for a few more years on the cap. So – it, it would be kind of odd if they didn't go for it this year because, you know, three years from now, his contracts could be really expensive. It'll be harder then. Like, this is the time they should be going for it with his contract. Agreed. Yep. All right, give us this food combination here, Fury. All right, so speaking of football, I can't take credit for this, but long years, years ago, I was uh, refing a football playoff game, and when we did the playoff games, we'd have little meet, meet and greet beforehand, go a little early, get something to eat. You know, we all bring food into the locker room. So uh, one of the older officials brings in pepperoni and peanut butter. And I was looking at him all crazy. Like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. And uh, learning from my mom, you always got to try. Try and you'll know, right? You don't know until you try something. So it's actually a good combination. Peanut butter has been said a lot today. But peanut butter and pepperoni, put it on whatever cracker you want, cracker of choice. That's it. I think it's an interesting one. Peanut butter and pepperoni. Fury, we got you, man. We appreciate the phone call. Is the lesson here today that peanut butter goes with a lot of stuff? I think it is a big lesson. I, I, I feel like the thing that I drew from that, not saying the teacher's doing this, but a lot of people like to get high. <laughs> like, that's what He's I He's that that's professional what, development. No, I, no I'm, say, I'm not saying the teacher because he said it wasn't his idea. Yeah. But a lot of people like to get high. Well, he they also he said stuff. that when he was refing a game. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, with that, maybe that's an. Uh, yeah, it's a kind lot of people like to get high because, like, everything that you're mentioning is stuff that you do when your taste buds are on 10. And you're willing to try different stuff so like that. So I have a thought on this peanut butter kick that everyone's on. Okay, I like this idea. I like peanut butter. And I think peanut butter can be a big combination. Mm-hmm. I only have one issue with them. Peanut butter overpowers tastes. Sometimes. I think it does. Now, now maybe a burger's a little different because a burger's a pretty hefty thing. But I, I find, like, if you make a smoothie and you put peanut butter in, it tastes like peanut butter. Yeah, it yeah, does. Okay. It does. I agree with that. Smoothie, does do that. And so I, I saved this one because I don't know if anyone's going to take it, but it's kind of late in the show now. So I recently, or maybe within the last couple of years, not that recently, I tried a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. For what? Well, someone suggested it. Tried I like pickles. Were they high? It was a try day. They may have been high. <laughs> I tried it. I wasn't high. And I enjoyed it, but it just tasted like peanut butter with some crunch and like a little uh, moisture Vinegary. in it. Vinegary. Vinegary, yeah. Vinegary stuff. But it was, I tasted peanut okay. butter. Yeah. So I, I guess what it is with peanut butter is that it goes with something that's not also very strong. Like the burger, right? You're not like loaded. Like the, a burger isn't a very strong, pungent flavor right. in and of itself. It's just beef, so right? So it's complemented yeah. with peanut butter. So I guess you need it with like something salty, something, like you said, vinegary. Mm-hmm. Like it needs another strong thing to sort of balance it out the other way so it's not just overwhelming peanut butter. I, I mean, just based on what we've heard today, peanut butter has got to be the, one of the most versatile foods. It oh, goes yeah. with everything. Hell yeah. At least people All think in. so. Big peanut butter. Yeah, I'm not. A, yeah. You doing peanut butter pepperoni this weekend? No, not peanut butter and pepperoni. No. 
I'm I'm leaning more towards the pizza and the mustard. Yeah, and I think like you, a little bit. You might end up at that restaurant up in uh, near Allentown. Yeah, bacon like this, the <laughs> the pressed bacon. Yeah, I like bacon. Man. Bacon. You know, bacon is keto, so I can eat all the bacon. The I'm other lesson eat. is Hugh loves bacon. So yeah, yeah. Bacon, bacon is one of the said, two, and the food you're already man, one for two. And I tell you, to get some. Somebody told me up there. I guess it's up there with Amish, in Lancaster. Mm. They got bacon steaks. I need to go make you had in there? I, hey, I need to make it happen. I've never had a bacon steak, but I could just imagine what that's like. Like the thicker the cut bacon, the better. <laughs> like for real. Well, a lot of like girth. Ba- do you like your bacon? Like, because this is this is always an issue. Some people like their bacon cooked really, really hard and crispy, or do you like it chewy? Like, like because I like mine kind of like. Sometimes I like it chewy. Sometimes I I eat the hard bacon. I think there's a line where if it's too cooked too much, it will just break apart. You don't apart. want glass. Yeah. You don't want glass bacon. You want something Some with a little like bite that to it. Hard I know, ass I can't. bacon. I can't know. But then if it's too chewy, it's like, is this even cooked? What are we yeah. doing here? Yeah, you, you've got to fear for your life a little bit because <laughs> yeah. you like you want to eat. No I guess it cooked. depends on what you're put. Like if it's like if you're putting bacon, crispy bacon on top of something in tiny little pieces, then you might want it a little yeah. more crispy, like glass-like. Mm-hmm. But if you're eating a strip of bacon, I want some, like, chew. Yeah, because it would be like, like some integrity. Yeah, yeah you, yeah. you <laughs> bacon swallow could be, it, you know, and eat bacon it. Bacon could be hell on your teeth if it's cooked too hard. Yeah, it could hurt. Yeah, you need to go to the dentist. Yeah, and you, you don't know, need to go to the dentist I go, anymore. I got my dentist. Shout out to my dentist. I got her on speed now. <laughs> She's probably really enjoying this topic today, by yeah. the way. Yeah, Food combos. Like, oh, yeah, Hugh's coming she's in. She's like, Hugh's going to hey, be in, hey, in about a week. Clear my schedule. Hugh's coming in next week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we're being real, you're probably going in anyway. Was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I need a call. I need. I broke my mouth. Oh, please. no. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Rick's in AC. What's up, Rick? Rick. Hey. Hey, Rick. Yes. What's up? Hey, Rick from AC. How you doing, buddy? What's we're going doing on, man? Great, Rick. What's on your mind today? Good. First of all, I'd like to congratulate you guys on, on being uh, in the best mental health because some of these uh, people that call in, I'm pretty sure they're getting your nerves, but you handle it really, really well. No, people no we love all our callers. I mean, it's like a big, I mean, it's like a big family. Everyone has a cousin or an uncle that you kind of, you know, you just, you what? Yeah. they're a little different. <laughs> but we real love quick, them all. Real quick, talk about Wheeler. Uh, I think Wheeler should stay. Uh, give him, give him his money. Uh, he, he seems like he loves Philadelphia, and I think uh, getting rid of him would be, uh, be the wrong thing to do, so I would keep him. But he's, he is worth the money. That's, that's my um, take on Wheeler. Um, and also, to talk about the food, uh, he, was, he was talking about hog-head cheese, uh, which, which is everything from the pig, from the rooter to the tutor. Yes. Uh, which will clog up your arteries, uh, which is no good. So here's my suggestion. I'm pretty sure both of you guys like crabs. Crabs? So if you like crabs, yeah, my grandmother used to uh, mix ketchup and mustard uh, with a little twinge of uh, vinegar for the crab sauce. You dip the crab meat in there, and it's awesome. Mustard, vinegar, ketchup, I don't, I don't, I don't like crabfish. That's a violation, dude. Yeah, why? I'm sorry. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll put right. mustard and ketchup on seafood, dude. I don't really like shellfish You like don't that. do that. Nah, I'll eat them, but I, it's not like down. if I was somewhere and and that was all they had to eat, I probably wouldn't eat them. Good call, Rick. I, 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 Rick's, Rick's trying to be unique here. Give me a break. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of shellfish. I Only do. if I'm starving, dude. I do like crabs, but I, I've never crabs. done that. Would you ever ruin it with ketchup or mustard? Well, no, you just throw some Old Bay on there and you eat them. That's exactly right, because yeah, that's what you should do. You don't have to go you don't butter, have to go too lemon. crazy. Yeah, like I've, like, I had the, like I've seen how they're made, like the crabs. It's cruel. 
Well, I mean, Hugh, if we're being honest here, I mean, any any animal. I mean, what do you think, not, do you think they're doing with hogshead cheese, man? I'm not there to watch the cow get slaughtered. Well, where do you think they get the but bacon, that, buddy? That bacon, it's not an, you no, think it's I, a fun but process? I'm not, but I'm not there. I'm not it. there for it. With crabs, you see them little buddies, just, they just throw them in the pot and you hear them trying to get out. Can I, can I give you some advice? What? Because we know your algorithm listens to you. You better stop talking about how bacon gets made. You're going to see those <laughs> no, videos I've left seen, and right. No, I've seen, I've seen them before. Because I went down the whole the crab rabbit hole when <laughs> the I rabbit saw hole? yeah when I saw them being made because they're they're alive yeah and you throw them in the pot and then you hear them like scream like in the boiling ass pot of water that's and then you eat them like with everything that was in them inside them like if they had to take a poop you eating that because it's inside the crab like it's, it's, I'm cool I, I know. you're talking to a vegetarian here I'm yeah so to be, a vegetarian to, to be clear the the uh, feelings of the animals is not why I don't eat meat. So like I don't really care. I mean it's like I'm I'm not I'm not oh I'm not a tree God. hugger. I'm oh, not trying I, to I'm not convey s- that. I think you you're more of one than I am. No, but I'm saying Joe, I, I've seen them. Like and it's just and then the way that people savagely eat them when they come out, they're like, Whoa. well that's like, it's true. Just, it's just wild. The crab is a little more savagely eaten. Yeah, yeah you got. I mean you literally you rip it apart, take the insides out. Yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm good. I, I just don't you know that whole presentation now. You give me like the the lobster tail. I might I might partake in that <laughs> That's every now okay. and then. That's okay. Yeah. That's right. I mean, even though it's the same process, it's, it's all the same. Yeah, but I don't get to see it, you know, because you you watch the like you have the little crab sitting in the little bag and they're moving around, and you get the water all hot. You throw the old bay in, and then you just drop them suckers right in there. I have a, a piece of advice for everyone. If you're like Hugh and you you like that would bother you seeing how this stuff gets made. Don't ever watch those documentaries on like on. Um, Netflix, because they'll show you how all the stuff happens, and then you like, met. yeah, I can't and you'd be that. like, I don't know about that anymore. So, all right, so he wanted to, do, uh, I guess, like you said, Kyle, he wanted to ruin some crabs there. Yeah, I'm not in the whole like, it, like I think seafood of all things, it, it's scary to mess with. Keep it I'll simple. say, yeah, like it's, you're, you're barking up the wrong tree when you're doing that stuff to seafood. Man. Keep it simple. Julian is up next. What's up, Julian? Julian. Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's, what's up, up Julian? Man, I love y'all's show. I listen to it every day while I'm at work. Uh, appreciate we appreciate you from Texas. You. That's awesome. Hey, uh, the window is not closed. Joe, you got the point. You said it last week. We got to trade A.J. Brown. We got to get rid of A.J. What I, are we getting I, I back? What do you want to get back? You want to go get uh, Patrick Sertain? I want to go get Patrick Sertain, and then we need to work a deal and get Jerry Judy. That clears up our wide receiver problem. And then we need to put the draft all on middle linebacker and running back. And let's go win the Super Bowl. How about we get Trot's kid? How about we get I, Jeremiah I, I Trotter Jr.? I can't, I can't see us hey, being good without, without A.J. Brown. We, we, need kinda, to, we need to give up. We need AJ, We don't need we? to give up some of them picks. We got to get him. I, I don't want to give up A.J., though. Yeah, I'd like to stop someone on defense. Can we do that this year? I mean, I would like to score more points yeah. than most people. Sure, but I, I we can't stop anybody on defense. It was so bad. Hey, but AJ is disgruntled though, and he caused mm. him problems with our quarterback. I don't know if I believe that though. I don't think he's disgruntled. I think that that there was there was a power there was a power shift. I don't want to say it's a struggle because in order for it to it be is a struggle, a struggle Hugh. It well, it, well, struggle, it's, Hugh. It, it can only be a struggle if two people are struggling for power. I don't think that was the case because I from what so. from what I've heard, like that. that's what it is. But from what I've heard. Like, AJ, I mean, excuse me, Jalen just kind of too laid back for what they need him to be. That's kind of what I've, I've been hearing in the streets. So, but you know, I don't Jaylen know. Jalen is passive. Jalen too passive. Can't be, a, can't be passive at the, as a quarterback, though, bro. Like, real Man, talk. Can't, can't have it. He is, though. 
Yeah, yeah but you can't you pass. can't be that as a quarterback though. No, you can't. You can't. And so that that's that's see this is the thing, Julian. The thing that I don't understand is this. How do you make it this far in life at that position? and not understand the core value of being a quarterback. The first thing that you're taught as a quarterback is to command the huddle. Well, why did it work a year ago but not this year? Yeah, you know what I mean? And they made the Super Bowl with the same quarterback. So it, it is interesting. Julian, I, I, listen, I would love to get certain here. Julian, give us your food combo. Hey, jalapenos and buttered popcorn. Ooh, that, that's now that now you're speaking my language, Julian. I like that right. idea. Woo. You're gonna hey. you're gonna love it. A little spice on there, Julian. Good call. Yeah. I like that, man. Hey, Appreciate hey, I don't, it. I don't like no hot food, no. Oh, I'm a spicy mm-hmm. food guy. You know, hot food. You ever do chocolate chips on the popcorn? No. Oh, it's great. Why would I do that? Tastes good. No, just popcorn with butter. Throw a little chocolate. You throw chocolate chips in there. No, see, Joe, oh. you're, you're one of them kind that do too much with your popcorn. I do a lot, yeah. Just eat the butter. Put the butter on there. Or the fake butter, whichever one it is. Because you know that at the movie theater, they don't really use oh, real butter Oh, it's not anymore. real butter. No, they don't use that anymore. So canola oil or whatever. Jalapenos with the popcorn. I'm okay with jalapenos, but in, in, in small doses. Because I can't, you know, go into the bathroom after. That might, well, might you, be a little yeah, bad. You, uh, you might, but if you're used to the hot stuff. No, nah, but I ain't used to yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm not trying to. I am I'm used not, to the hot stuff. I'm not trying to experience I go through that. the uh, little jars of hot sauce. I go through like two, you do? two a month, yeah. No, nah, I'm, I'm not. I dump it nah. on everything. Make some now, eggs, you know what, dump it what, on everything. One thing, I remember one time I went to a vegan party, and they had the jalapenos wrapped in in like the the uh, the the biscuits. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. I had jalapeno scones last weekend. Scones? Yeah, you know scones. That sounds delicious. That was great. Wait oh, a minute. Man. That's a savory scone. scone. They're kind of like biscuits. You seem to be, oh, yeah, okay. they're usually you, they're usually more on the sweet side. Okay, scone, like an orange, okay. uh, whatever. You know, an orange. You know, ones, when you said scones, ones. I was thinking scallops, and I was like, wait a minute, that's not vegan. No, <laughs> yeah, it's not vegan at all. Yeah, jalapeno scone. It was jalapeno cheddar scone. Are scones yeah. even vegan? Oh, okay, so, yeah, well, not yeah. a jalapeno cheddar scone. Then. No, that's not vegan. It was good. Listen, jalapeno. Well, you, are you we spicy know they make food? fake. They make fake cheese. The vegan vegetables. They do. Yeah, yeah. but making. <laughs> They're making fake. That's chit- not the scones they that I'm calling right fake now. Chitlins. What is this world coming to? They make fake anything, man. No, you know when y'all needed to stop the, the vegans when y'all started making chicken when y'all had the fake bones mm. and then y'all wrapped the the the, the uh, whatever it is around the bone to make it be like chicken. See, that's you need to stop when with you that. said a few minutes of doing too much. That's doing too much. That's doing a Way whole lot. Yeah. And then the the what is that? The cabbage steaks. Cauliflower Stop. steak. Stop. When we were in Boston, I got a cauliflower yeah, he steak. He did. He did. Oh, it was awesome. He, boy, it was, he smashed they, that thing. They too. really, they, they did it up. It was a good steak. Now, I can't do the, uh, I'm trying to broaden my spice horizons, mm-hmm. but like I'm not built for it, man. What you, what you can't? What, I keep trying. <laughs> what you trying to, what you trying to eat though? Well, it's like when I, if I go to like a Thai or Indian place, I try to, you know, I try to fit in and I'm like, let me get it a little spicy because that's how they would eat it there. And then I, I regret it. Like five minutes in, I'm like, man, this is good, but yeah, you sweat, you sweat over here. Yeah, you sweating, burning a yeah. hole. In, yeah, I don't like, I don't like food. Only thing I like to burn a hole in my chest is my bourbon. Like if the bourbon burns a hole in the chest, no, you got some good bourbon. But and my food, nah. It makes me look weak too, because my girlfriend handles spicy food way better than I yeah, do. I don't, I don't do so spicy. we'll eat the same thing, and I'll be like, I'll be losing it, and she's she's all good. You're either built for it or you're not. Yep. I mean, some people are. Some people are defensive players. That's me. Some people are built for spice. <laughs> yeah, that's built, me. That all right, let's talk to Mark in Delaware. And then Kyle's going to throw this uh, celebrity game. That's I think it's tonight, the celebrity. He's going to tell us who's playing, see if we know who any of these people actually are. Mark's in Delaware. What's up, Mark? Joe, I'll tell you what, man. I make this nice jalapeno. It's like a fluff um, uh, biscuit 
man, it's awesome. So a jalapeno biscuit, that sounds delicious. Jalape- now, that that yeah. does sound kind of tasty in moderation. Yeah, it's, real, it's really good. Yeah, it, it's, you know, normally, Hugh, we, you know, we take the the uh, seeds out of the jalapeno, so it's not too bad. Okay. Get, yeah, the seeds change so, things. So, so, Mark, you have those, like, on the side of your meal, like a biscuit, or is it like a breakfast thing? Oh, no, it's it's just like an appetizer yeah. type thing. Cool. Oh, I, I got to try that. Pretty good. Mark, what are you thinking? This Eagles Super Bowl window still open? I think it is. I mean, they got it. They got to bring back Reddick. I mean, if they if they decide not to bring back Reddick, then that's just a sign that they're you know they're not going for it next year. I agree with you, Mark. I think the Reddick situation is a tell, right? If they make this work, it's because you know they want to bring back a prime age pass rusher. But if they let their best defender go, I, I Mark, I think it's a signal they're looking more like a twenty five to come come back and compete for a Super Bowl. Right. I totally agree. Mark, what's your food combo for us? So it, it's probably not going to make Hughes yaktika, but it's simple <laughs> for Hugh. It's no meat for Joey G. So you take two pieces of, of white bread, you put some peanut butter on it, um, you put some marshmallow or fluff, whatever you guys decide to call it. You slice up some bananas, and you can eat it that way, or you can actually put it on the pan like a, uh, a grilled cheese. I, like, I like that. That's a struggle meal. You know what? It's also a meal my kids will eat, so I, yeah. can, I can make yeah, that's that for a, that's, them. That, that's a fun I mean, little, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay yeah, with I mean, that. I mean, Hugh, that, Hugh, that's pretty easy for you, man. Yeah, that, that's what we call a struggle <laughs> meal. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> yep. okay with that. Mark, one. Yeah. good one. I like that. And you know what I like? I like the idea of, of heating it up like the grilled cheese because you get the marshmallow that will melt. Yeah. The melty marshmallow really changes struggle everything. Struggle meal. I haven't had marshmallows in a long time. Either. Oh, there you go. That's, that's you got a three-day weekend here. Yeah. That's the marshmallows. It's the banana that ruined it for me. Yeah, oh, that's right. You don't like right. bananas? No, anti, Kyle's anti, famously banana. anti-banana. I just, I, I don't. One of my strongest tastes. I know, I don't bananas, get it. Bananas, bananas. You don't like bananas are like. They're not, not good. I mean, they're just Bananas are fruit. good. Bananas are good. I mean, they're in a lot, they're in a lot of things. Banana I mean, bread. I, I just beg now, to I do differ. like some good banana bread. But banana I don't like, pudding. I, don't, I like banana bread that has like a, a, a good ratio of bananas. Because sometimes people that make banana bread, they don't put a good ratio of bananas in there. It's like a little light. So like I don't like the taste, but why is the fruit like fluffy? Like what the hell's going on inside that peel? Man? I mean now you're you're out of my depth. I don't know why the fruit is what it is. I just know a good banana is good. All right, Kyle, we have the celebrity game. It's NBA All Star Weekend, right? So yes. tomorrow night we get three point shootout. We mm-hmm. get the dunk contest, which used to be so cool. Now it's not as cool oh, anymore. It's, it's going to be epic. The whole skills thing. competition, <laughs> yes. uh, the game on Sunday. But so tonight they always do the celebrity game. And I know this morning uh, the camera struggled a bit, uh, beat the hammer uh, in, in, in pathetic fashion. What happened? Did, so, did was Steve it? get hurt? No, he got hurt. Well, did, did he? I think he, he did. He he's, got hurt. A, he's coaching, I think, in this thing. Yeah, but he got hurt. So this morning they played pop culture, beat the hammer, and the camera really struggled. Uh, it's three nothing shutout. He lost three nothing. He got brutalized. Well, yeah. we know where Joe's wheelhouse is yes. with sports trivia. In, in, yeah, in, in the a 1980s. certain yeah certain uh, segment mm-hmm. of it, he does great with that. Uh, Pop culture, not as much. I'm not the greatest pop culture either. So we're, let, let's see. But Hugh is better than I am yeah. pop culture. I thought I was until I saw the list right, of, who's, of participants. Who's playing tonight? Well, so first, the, the coaches, Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Do you recognize the name Curtis Jackson, Joe? Do you know who that is? Yeah, he's, uh, he's 50 in a band. 50 Cent, ain't it? It's 50. Yeah. Yeah, it's 50 I was going to say, I he's say. in a band. I knew who he was. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's in a band. No, Joe, he's, 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 he's in a, a band. <laughs> that was funny. He was in a band. He was? 
At some point. Oh, gee, I guess genuinely. Yeah, I, I need to be a band. Yeah, I guess it we does. call it a band or a It's just funny to hear. A musical group. Yeah, it's just funny to hear. 50 Cent in a band's got to be like the yeah, most yeah, Joe you know Julia that. thing I've ever heard. Yep. All right, uh, I'm going to list off some of these names. So on Team Shannon, annual AA, ah uh-uh, I don't know how the hell you say this. Nope. Annual aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Emmanuel you know Acho, you know I know that. No, 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 no. No. Who's ah uh so that's a that's a o for o for one there. Okay. Kai Sinat. Kai Sinat got famous because um, he's he's the guy that was playing poker. No, he's a rapper that said he's a young guy, hmm. and and him and Killer Mike got beef because he was he had a a post when he was talking about how Killer why that Killer Mike win album of the year and nobody heard the album. Hmm. That's right. I remember that because I, I, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Killer Mike. So that's well, a that's a good burn one, by the way. Why did he win album of the year? No one listened to it. <laughs> no, no, he's it because because like. <laughs> He, he was like, he couldn't find anybody that listened to the album of the year. I didn't know who that was. Okay, so one for Hugh, none for Joe. Connor Daly? Anyone? No. No? No, I don't know. Who's that? Walker Hayes? Nope. Walker Hayes. Quincy no. Isaiah? These are made-up names, or they're that, real? I'm, I'm wondering myself at this Quincy point. Quincy Isaiah. Nah, I, I've heard the name, but I don't know. Some of these, I think, are, are social media influencers. Yeah, maybe. Like TikTokers of, or yeah. something? Yeah. Uh, what about Jewel Lloyd? Jewel Lloyd. Nope. Nope. Uh, we we know Micah Parsons, Meta World Peace, CJ yeah. Stroud. Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, the athletes we know. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Hudson we know. Yeah, because she, she don't want to mess up her nail. Does anyone know Tristan Jass? Tristan, Tristan Jass? Tristan No. No clue. Social media influence. Uh, oh, no, that's not. Th- those, those people should not be considered celebrities. Yeah, what but is, these but aren't they, celebrities. They really are. This is we're jumping yeah, the shark on the celebrity no, they, they really like They really are, because when you talk about, like, we're we're not a part of that culture, but they're making a lot of money online, like it's for, a for scam. content. But I mean, they're making money. Adam Blackstone, no clue. Uh, Natasha Cloud, nope. Again, These made up names. Uh, Natasha Cloud. I mean, I'm sure she's done something to get in this game, but I have no idea who she is. Lily Lily Singh, and and Sir. Sir is its own person. Yeah, his name is. It's capital S, lowercase I, capital R. You know you're something when you start changing the <laughs> wait, capitals Wait a minute, Natasha Cloud played basketball. That's the basketball Did she? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. So S-I-R, but with the capital letters all over the place. All right, I'm going to start that with my name. J-Big-O-E. I don't know who to root for. I don't know any of these people. Uh, so that's one team. Is that no, 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 that's no, no, no. That was game. on both. That's through both. That's man. it? That's oh, not yeah. getting me to tune in tonight. No. I don't even know who these people are. Are you watching this thing? Uh, I, don't, I haven't watched it in a while. The last time I watched it, Justin Bieber was playing. Well, I know who he is. That, yeah, that's I mean, that was a the celebrity. Last time. But, and, and maybe uh, Drewski. I know who Drewski is. Who's Drewski? Drewski's another social media influencer. Okay. Like, I think most of these people that we're talking about are social media influencers. Uh, obviously, they're not influencing enough because I haven't seen them. Well, that's not, it's not, it's not, not meant for, yeah, it's not meant for us. All it's right. meant for, it's meant to cater to a younger crowd. I remember one time I went to the All-Star in uh, Atlanta. It was like a long time ago when they had the game there. And I I actually had tickets to go to the game, but it was so oh, packed. Oh, the NBA All-Star game. Yes. It was so packed that I was like, no, I'm not going. It was bananas. But I think, yeah, most of these people that we're, they're talking about are probably social media influencers. I didn't know most of them. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll hit you with audio. You guys got to hear this. We dug it up. Audio of when Hugh was released by the Jaguars. And we'll pick a winner here. Four-pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show, February 28th to March 3rd. For the best weird food combo we should try this week. And it's all coming up. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.
We had the Paul McCartney thing the other day. It all comes back. And we like on this show, like to have fun about Hughes Gap year in Jacksonville. Well, thanks to the internet, we were able to dig up the uh, old Hard Knocks episode when they actually, they cut Hugh Douglas in Jacksonville. Cut. They got, you got cut. And By the way, shots fired this morning when we brought it up at the meeting from uh, Mike Angelina. When I brought up the fact that I pulled up Hard Knocks from Hugh getting cut. And Mike's like, they had Hard Knocks back then? And I said, Mike, he's like, damn, man. I said, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> and he just said, oh, I, I didn't even think about it. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, for being real about it, it's two decades ago. Wow. It was 20 years. Long it, it, time ago. So this is the anniversary. This, I guess this summer will be the anniversary of this. So we pulled up some audio <laughs> of it, cut. of Hugh getting cut in Jacksonville. So here, let's start with this. So we have your old position coach, who you've talked about a lot on the show. Yeah. Uh, Ray, what was his last name? Sugar Bear. Hamilton. Ray Hamilton. Ray, Ray Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Ray, so Ray then with the Jaguars, you got your old coach, was with you again. And um, here's what he had to say about the whole situation. We talked to the guys this morning about you being gone, and they said, you know, they cut, they cut Jerry Rice, they just cut, they just cut Tim Brown, you know, they cut Joe Montana. So if you play long enough, you will get cut. Just uh, that's, that's a part of the business. Yeah, I mean, and, and Ray, like Sugar Bear, like I, I talk to him all the time. And that's the reality of the situation. Like I said, I, I knew this was about to happen. It was no secret because I was disgruntled and I made it clear that I was ready to go. So it was one of those things where, you know, you, you, you know when the axe is about to fall, the <laughs> hammer about to drop, and you just, you know, you just prepare is for it. Is that a Del Rio reference with the axe? Oh. Yeah, I'm just saying, you just know. I, I knew when I was getting cut from here because I knew I couldn't play. And I remember laying in the bed. And Tom Hecker called, and I was like, "Damn, dog, it took you long enough." I mean, because I was, because I knew. So it's one of those things. It was no secret. It was no secret to anybody. So um, we, there's another cut we didn't have here, but uh, at one point there was a meeting. I, I think Ray was trying to save you because yeah. they were going over some stuff and like, why, what, what does Hugh still do well? Is it worth keeping around? And and he was basically like, "Listen, we we could coach him to do these." He he was trying to defend because you because they weren't like that's what it was because. They, they were asking me to play a way that I was not accustomed yeah. to playing. And and that was where, like, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And and I kept telling them, this is the way that I did it in Philly. Well, you're not in Philly. Okay, well, that's my fault. I should have stayed my ass well, in Well, it's also, Philly. in retrospect, theirs for signing a player that you you start, you had a, a, the way you played, right? You had a yeah. skill set. And they tried to put you in a square peg round hole. Didn't work. So then we had – this is a gem right here. We might use this other times here. So this is – this Del Rio? I think it's Del Rio talking about – Yeah, well, it's the guys in the meeting with Del Rio. Trying to figure yes. out, do we keep Hugh or do we let him go? Yep. Del Rio meets privately with his staff. Releasing Hugh Douglas is a big decision. Del Rio wants to make sure it's the right one. Let me ask you this. What does Hugh give us that Lionel doesn't give you? Well, Lionel played better. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, what are we paying for? I, look, I don't want to be hasty. I really don't. Tell me if I'm way off base, but does you do anything for us? I'm not trying to stir it up. Believe me, all I want is the best guys. Yeah. That's what we all want, right? I, I, what does you do around here? <laughs> does you do anything for us? <laughs> yeah, I remember that because it was, it was like I remember vividly because they wanted, like, the, the defense that they ran. It was more of a, a up the field, set the edge, 
kind of play, and I, I didn't understand that. Yeah. I, I had a more of a physical confrontation kind of game. Well, and because you were a name, the episode used your cut, right? Like, yeah. Like, the, they cut probably 20 guys that day, but you were the name. No, and you know what's funny? You notice that throughout that whole thing that they never had video of me talking to Jack. Like, Vic, Jack, I did notice that, like, yeah. like, notice, you know why? Because Jack was talking greasy to them cats that he cut. <laughs> like, all jokes aside, me and Jack did not get along. And Jack, like, when I went in the office, Jack said, hey, man, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to cut you in front of anybody and da 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 And I was like, that's cool. Just say what you got to say for we can go. For I can go. Because I'm my truck is still running. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of like that. Because Jack kind of knew if, if he would have came talking crazy, it would have been some furniture moving because I, I was already I was already feeling some kind of way. Yeah. You know, so it was one of those ones where he kind of knew that if it was probably you were going to probably get a more with the NFL report than you really, really wanted that day. So uh, this is also exclusive audio from our program director, Rod Lakin. I mean, what are we paying for? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get you set of that one. That, that one is a good one. All right. Let's end with Hugh being a little introspective here after it all happened. And, of course, we know who got the last laugh in this. Here it was. Douglas will have that opportunity. He's already signed a one-year contract with his former team, the Philadelphia Eagles. It's no hard feelings. No hard feelings at all. It just didn't work out. And, you know, that's nobody's fault. I miss those two big tackles down there, Big Big John and Big Marcus, man, and, and all those guys down there, because I, I really think that we could have did some great things down there. But, you know, they're going to be fine. They're going to be just fine the way they are. And uh, I'll definitely be watching them this year. And who got and the I last did. laugh? Well, you came back to Jacksonville yes, for the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, but it was like I cannot describe to you how much I hated being in Jacksonville. And, like, that was a bad decision because I looked at it at that time. I took the money. And a lot of times you 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 get clouded by that. And, and, and to be totally honest, if I could do it all over again, I'm still going to take the money. I just probably would have handled it a lot differently yeah. than I did. I mean, what are we paying for? Yeah, I mean, because it's it's one of those things, man. You, the last bite at the apple. I'm the the thing that I regret because, as an older player, you get caught. You, like you, you have a certain way that you want to do things and operate. You can't do that somewhere else mm -hmm. because nobody cares about what you did in Philadelphia. Of course not. They care about what you're going to do for them now. Does she do anything for yeah, us? Yeah, and that's basically what it was. Because I remember being in practice, and I would tell them, I'm like, dog, this is how I got 15 sacks because I played a physical. Like, well, that's not what we, what we want you to do. We want you to run up the field and set the edge. I mean, that's kind of taken away from my – like, did you watch the film? So we, we went through that a little bit, and I was coming off of an injury. No excuses. I mean, everything's on me. Oh, you but, you're also at the end of your career. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. And so it was one of those – you know, it just didn't work out in Jacksonville. But – Again, the absolute worst decision, one of the worst decisions that I made. I got to say. I would probably do it again if they would give me As you describe putting a player in a spot he does, it's not his best at. I just keep thinking of Hassan Reddick dropping back in coverage. Yeah, it's the, same, just watch it's, this. It's the same thing. And, and, and to further strengthen my position, go look at some of the other free agents that signed at Jacksonville after me. Like it was a, it was a guy that came from New York. I can't remember. He married the track star. I can't remember his name right now. What position he played? Uh, he was a corner. Ross. I think his last name was Ross. Yeah, you th you know what I'm talking about? He hated it in Jacksonville. He says it's the worst organization you could possibly play for. Jacksonville, when I when I describe Jacksonville, and I and I always try to be nice, but anybody from that's from Duval County knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's almost like going back in a time machine to 1967. Like, and I am not lying about that. 
And you could take whatever I just said and spin it any way that you want to because that's exactly what I'm saying. Well, I know Aaron, the significance Aaron Ross, of the next year. Aaron Ross. What would you say? I said I know the significance of the next year that you're <laughs> yes, referring to. You know so, what yeah, I mean? I, I get where you're it, going. It's like being in a time machine and going back to 1967, and you better, like, you better keep your head on a swivel. Like, seriously. And it's, it's, it's amazing how everybody talks about Florida. No, you talk about Miami because the rest of Florida different. is kind of like Georgia <laughs> in a sense. So, yeah, it's a little different down there, man. It is different. Well, we, we appreciate the Internet giving us those clips because we'll get, we'll get some use out of those. I'm pretty sure you will. Oh, Wait, what are we paying will. for? Does she do anything for us? That's the one. <laughs> yeah. That one hits. All right, 215-592-9400. Back to your phone calls here. And we got to pick ourselves a winner here for the four-packet tickets to the Atlantic City Boat Show. All right, Jerry in North Philly, he's excited for that old AJ Patrick Sertain conversation again. What's up, Jerry? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's you? up, man? Yo. What's going on, buddy? Long time. What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I've been sitting around in the background listening to these shows for weeks and weeks, and now I'm just sick of them. What, what, what shows? Oh, I think you're talking about ours. Oh, okay. All, all the shows. I listen to all of them. Well, what are you sick of? What are you sick about? This Patrick Sertan thing. Like, he got he to gotta be paid just as well as Devontae got to be paid. And to trade AJ for somebody else that has to be paid is kind of crazy. Well, you're, you're trading one great player for another great player at a different position. Seems even to me. It's not even. Why? Because you got, you got to pay him. But they're even players. One's a star corner, okay. one's a star receiver. Even. They're not even. I take a star a star receiver over a star corner any day. Well, I just watched the Chiefs win without a star receiver and a star. They had two star corners out there. And they had, they, I, well, I, I like McDuffie anyway coming out of college. I yeah. was hoping we have Me too. Well, Washington, uh, he was a good player. I, I wanted him or uh, um, Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, and then we could have had them both, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. And. and and, and but it's still a, a crazy scenario because you're gonna have to give Patrick Tan top corner market, and then you still gotta give Devontae top wide receiver market. They the same draft. They still got paid. Mm-hmm. Ten, 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 ten. I think uh, Patrick came out of seven or eight. You know what I mean? They they same draft class. You gotta give them both top of the market. Money. Yeah, no, you're right. I think they were drafted very close. To, I think Devontae was what ten or something, and and, and Sertain was eight. Yeah, it was very close to each other. Yeah, seven or eight. Yeah, because we had six and we traded out to. Get out there, what, 13 or whatever? Mm-hmm. Because Waddles went at six to Miami. Yeah, he went, he went, se- he went seven. Yeah, and then it was uh, J.C. Horn. Yeah, and then uh, Parsons yeah. was in that mix, too. That was a good draft. Uh, Parsons went at yep. 11. Yep. Because we traded up with Dallas. So Parsons went at 12 because we traded up with Dallas to get Devontae. And Dallas was at a 10. Yeah, it was, it was a great draft. A lot of great players in that draft. And I want I want Sertain here to play. Don't we need a corner, Jerry? Come on. Well, well listen, you don't give up AJ. You give up that first-round pick that's in the 20. If they take that and our second round, because we still have um, New Orleans second round, which is the highest second round, so give up our second round and the first-round draft pick for me and go get it. So, Jerry, we could do that. And, Jerry, it's a good phone call. But here's the thing. At, at some point, and, Hugh, you've been on this a lot, they have to have some cheap players in here. There's only so many guys you could pay $25 million a year to. So if we keep AJ, all right, probably could keep him. Devontae's going to get paid 25 or so mm-hmm. a year. If you're trading a first-round pick for Sertain, he's going to get paid 20 or 25 a year. You need to have some cheap players around the star player. It don't, that's the way the salary cap works. Yeah, Jimmy's and Joe's, man. And, and, you, and the only way that you do that and, and get more bang for your buck, you have to develop them. you got to actually coach. 
because the way that we're talking about hell, if, if y'all just want to pay these cats and let them play, I can coach. I go out there and just say, hey, what you want to do? All right, then go do that. Like coaching is is a lost art in the NFL because we are so we, we, we are so about microwave society that we, we need it fast. We need it quick. And the way that teams have success is, is, is they have good coaches that do a great job of coaching up mm. these young athletes. Pacheco, perfect example. Uh, young man, what, fifth, sixth-round draft pick, seventh, something like seventh. that. And he, you, you know, you talk about Christian McCaffrey and all this other stuff. Like, he's a Super Bowl champion two-time, back-to-back. Well, how about Purdy? <laughs> yeah. Last, last pick you know what I mean? So you, you have to. You gotta find diamonds in the rough, and when you have those diamonds in the rough, you have to teach them. You gotta teach them, man. You know, one of the biggest benefits, like everybody talks about, how the Eagles, the last good corners that they had, were Lito Shepard and and uh, Sheldon Sheldon Brown. You know why they were so good? Because they learned from Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor. Like I remember vividly, and Doc for that matter, because those guys, they weren't. They weren't afraid to share their wisdom with the young cats. They, sh- they showed them how to play the game. That's what it's all about, man. When Derrick Burgess came into the league, and he used to make fun of me all the time, like, I would, like we would talk about football and talk about different things. I wasn't going to let him play, though, because if, if I, cause, and he used to laugh because I'm like, dog, I knew what you could do, so I'm not about to give you that opportunity. But anything that you want to know, I'd be more than willing to help because, I, like, after practice, I would go get on the treadmill every day. And he used to say, I, I remember, I see why you used to do that because you're, you're going to be an every down player and that's what you need to be. So you have to coach these young guys up, man. And you never know if you got a diamond in the rough unless you let them play. Let's go to Herb. In the, speaking of diamonds in the rough, Herb in the I, Northeast. I tell you, you Douglas, I remember your whole career from when you were with the Jets. They used to, uh, on Sports Center, they used to talk about you. And then you came over here to uh, uh, Philly and you played with Ray Rose. I seen you in that tunnel. I seen you in the locker room. And I, and you played with Andy Reid and all that, okay? Yes, sir. And uh, I, remember, I remember my boys, Izell Jenkins, William Frizzell, when William was playing for Tampa, then he came back for a couple years to be with the Eagles, and then he retired. But you remember them guys. You remember the people I know. And uh, then you went down to Jacksonville with the money. And I know, I know you, uh, Jacksonville, back then days, it, it was uh, it was like a regular uh, city or whatever, like you said, Atlanta, whatever. This, they, um uh, after the Super Bowl, uh, or maybe even before the Super Bowl, things got started expanding in, in Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, the population got bigger. But if you go south to Jacksonville, St. Augustine, St. Augustine's beautiful. I've been down there. You vacation down there? No, I've been to St. Augustine. I've been down there. Yeah. yeah, I've been down there. Big golf community. Mm. On my way to – on my way out – once I left Atlanta, Georgia, I, I would go through St. Augustine all the way down to West Palm, but I used to stop. You play golf the, down there? At the Wendy's. No, nah, I didn't play golf. Okay. I didn't play. When I was involved with baseball and, and other different uh, different things going on down there, and uh, 
when I went to umpire school, you know, I passed by over there. Um, Herb, you have a food combination we should try this weekend? Yeah, yeah. What I eat now, what I've been eating a lot of, okay, before I got went in the hospital and now after the hospital, I eat, I buy cheese balances. They come six in a pack. Mm-hmm. I eat three at a time. And I, I sometimes I eat it with applesauce or I, I try to stay away from the sour cream. But I usually eat, uh, I like cottage cheese with pineapples mixed in on top. And uh, that's delicious, oh. man. Let me tell you. That Look is, at that. Cottage cheese and pineapples, mm-hmm. you. No, I'm cool. You can eat that. You can eat that three times a day. Yeah, every it's meal. Trying, trying to lose weight and staying away from you know, red meat, and, and uh, you know, it's all about eating salads and chicken, you know. You got to take care of yourself, Herb. No, I, I, the cottage cheese is a big thing now. All right, we need to pick a winner here. So at the buzzer, Herb with the cottage cheese pineapple yeah, I don't combo. Yeah, going to go in Cottage there. cheese and pineapple. I mean, I, I like cottage cheese, but uh, no. no. I'm, not, I, I'm out on cottage cheese entirely. It's because I, mean, I feel like cheese cottage is okay. cheese is having a, uh, like a renaissance. It is. It's back. All right, our Twitter question is sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. A lot of polls today, but we did also ask people, what's a good, odd, or underrated food combo we should try? And we got a lot of big responses here uh, with our phone calls today. What do we think? We got some um, good candidates here for well, a potential winner? Yeah. So you want to hear what some of these entries were on Twitter, ones yes. that are, are yeah, n- let me hear not going to be able to be picked. So I... I'm having trouble with, you know, uh, figuring if some of these are real or joke mm-hmm. answers because some of them are just so, like, absurd, ridiculous, I would have never thought of it. But, you know, sometimes it's, uh, it's a matter of preference. A few of the ones we got were chocolate pudding on hot dogs. You into that, Hugh? Nope. No way. I don't even eat hot dogs, really. Canned tuna and peanut butter. No, see, now nope. we're taking the peanut butter. A lot of peanut butter. Yeah, no. uh, peanut butter and olive sandwich. Nope. All right, now this one was a submission from a chef, so I'm, I'm guessing that this is a legitimate okay. submission. Peanut butter and jelly wings. Nope. Oh, I think that could be good. Wait, I think what be what was here from our friends yes. over at the jug handle? Yep. The pumpkin spice wings? Yeah. Pumpkin spice wings were good. Come on, yeah, you would do, like PB and J. If wings. you could do pumpkin spice, you could do PB and J. Uh, this you one know I know is legit that. because this is a classic fries and a frosty. Oh, that's an oh, that, 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 that's, that's all timer. Yeah. Delicious, all time salty sweet combo. Chips Ahoy cookies and orange juice. Nah. That's a that's a that's a I'm high meal. That's a I'm high situation. <laughs> So it might go right up her alley. A lot of acid. Cottage Ooh, cheese. Chocolate and, and the orange juice. Cottage Ooh. cheese and apple juice, you want to say? No. You mean like eat the cottage cheese and drink the apple juice or mix I them together? Know, I guess mix that's... them up together. Nah. Sounds gross. Uh, and then just a cup more of the, um, salt on a watermelon, which I've heard before. Oh, I've had, had that. I've had that. Yeah. Okay. Like that, yeah. It's good. And this is a uh, Philly special, I should say. A pretzel and water ice. Oh, that's That's good classic. stuff right there. I haven't tried that. Oh, you got it. We got it. Oh, yeah. Well, Hugh, I mean. <laughs> the summer of Hugh, we got to get that going this yeah, summer. For sure, dude. You got to try that. Oh, that is that is a staple. All right, who's, who's our winner today? So we've had some good ones. I mean, the grilled cheese and applesauce, the peanut butter and jelly and cheese. We had the cheddar cheese on the apple pie caught my attention. Yeah. But what about the uh, the pizza and the mustard? Was that the one, Hugh? Pizza and mustard? Yeah, that's the one that I was kind of leaning towards. I feel like of all of them, that was probably Hugh's favorite, the pizza mustard and mustard. on pizza. So is this like we're doubt or like doing a little like, uh, you know, how they like pour a sauce on a pizza in like the circle? Is that how you're doing? Or are you dipping this pizza in mustard? I think there's how a you gonna do it? Distinction uh, here. I think uh, a little dipping, okay. a little dip, like a little dip, like, dip, 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 d
That was all right. all it got to be a piece of like I'm thinking. That was Mike. That was Mike in Trevos. He's yeah. our winner. La, the pizza with the mustard. That's our winner today for the four pack of tickets to the AC Boat Show. All right. So what do we have this weekend? We have the. Are you guys gonna watch any of this NBA stuff? Nope. nope. I will. I'll turn on the game Sunday night. I'll watch probably the highlights. Uh, you know, but no, not to be like I'm not gonna be tuned in like it's must see TV. No. Yeah, well, that used to be, but it's not anymore. So you guys no, aren't I'm watching this celebrity, uh, whatever this is called tonight, that we don't know any of the celebrities? No. 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 Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I, I'm out on that. I am in on, though, listening to the afternoon shows. We got Jack and Ike coming up next, and then we'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. Tuesday we'll be back for a full show, and uh, we'll be like a week from the Combine and like th- two or three weeks from free agency. So a lot going on. You guys have a great weekend, uh, and we will enjoy trying these uh, these – these ideas you had for us for these combinations. Have a great weekend. Ike and Jack, they're up next on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Peace. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.